Welcome to the Garbled Podcast Season 2, a brand new 52-episode collection with a new take on the old format, 52 new conversations about society and what influences it. So without further ado, we present what is being referred to for copyright reasons as the more recent half of 100 plus 2 of the Garbled Podcast, New 52. And that's why Caterpie is the best Pokemon. Really? That's <laughs> that's why. I'm not. Look. Oh, God. Did we start recording? Yes, we did. And I, I, I would still argue that Eevee is a better Pokemon. No. It, well, you're wrong. And I've explained why. Eevee is a better Pokemon because you get all these different evolutions out of You Eevee. don't need different evolutions. Eevee is potential. Yes. Yeah, yes. but you Eevee don't. Eevee is potential. You don't need the different iterations of perfection if it's perfection just uh, it's perfection i okay you could say that but i still say that eevee is the better pokemon lapras i don't know I uh, what's going on folks <laughs> welcome to welcome. the garbled podcast uh i am one of your hosts i'm ramon and i'm nick and i'm jess rambo Yes. Jess Rambo is joining Jess Rambo us. Jess is joining us. I'm so excited, you guys. Re- returning, yes. returning guests to the Garble Podcast. I think it all started with give that bitch a microphone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, we're not getting me tooed. We did not say. <laughs> That's my joke. I use it all day. I'm so jealous that we you got it. We did not say give that be a microphone. No. I Does think... it count that I'm androgynous and I don't give a shit about that? Well, also, you said it yourself and right, grabbed right, the right, microphone. Right. 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 Like, no, you were I... a part of the cast already, and that's I, fine. I think the way that it went was give her a microphone. No yes. one said... I do tend to add some fluff. Hyperbole <laughs> <laughs> is your friend. I add a little bit of cover, like, colorful language. And that's, that's, that's cool. That's I appreciate fine. that. Thank I just you. don't want to get called on the carpet for shit that I didn't do. No. Yeah, then the whole, then we got to re, you got to rebrand and new shirts. And <laughs> shit's we can't shit. afford new shirts. No, yeah, we, we don't need a, doc- oh my we God. Don't need a documentary on, on Netflix about our Me Too shit. So. Uh, that would actually pay yeah. for the new shirts <laughs> if we did a documentary. <laughs> Take it from Michael Peterson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, Check out the star staircase oh, on Netflix. Nice. He's guilty. Just I love, oh, wow. I love, I love, I love him, but he's Spoiler guilty. alert. Spo- he's totally guilty. <laughs> he killed that woman. Come on. He killed that <laughs> Everybody woman. killed everybody I, on I, Netflix. I, I, Come I wish, on. I really want to know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> I'm talking about the famous um, Kathleen Peterson case. Just close that behind you so smoke don't get in. We're gold. Okay. So, um... So we're yelling at me right now. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's but I beautiful. I work here, so worst yeah. is I get fired. We, Moving on. We are at the pop-in bar. We are. We are. We are back. We're we back. And because been, because been, this place is awesome. Fucking phenomenal. It's a fun yeah. place to work. We, I have so to say. So this is our third time here. Yes. Uh, we came here for the May the Fourth be with you. We came. Very busy uh, night. Yeah. And we came, um, our original night was the night that we recorded the uh, Endgame conversation. Yes, which I had just seen recently. Which I think we had all just seen. Well, the great thing about it is our boss here, Brent, who runs um, Pop In, he reserved an entire row at a theater and closed the restaurant and took all of us out to go see Endgame, which I've worked for a lot of companies who have lots of money, and they never have done that. I got to tell you, Brent is top notch. For... For a nerd bar to not do that 
would not be within their own I ethos. I, I think, think he, he had his, his he, end of it. Well. He had to, but but also wanted to, and I really super appreciate just the buy-in that he has. Yes, he cares because, about us. He gives a crap. Well, he cares about you guys. He, he cares about you guys as nerds. Yes, and as like. The way family at that yeah, point. Absolutely. The way it was explained to me was it's like, hey, we're having a staff meeting tonight. And everyone's like, oh, staff meeting. And it's like, yeah, psych, we're, we're, we're going to go see Endgame. Yeah. It yeah. was so great. And it was so cool to just go and, and be treated like that. And he closed the whole restaurant for it. It's not like he favored any staff over the yep. other. It didn't matter if you were a cook or a server. He took us all out. And it was a really beautiful experience. We had a lot of fun. So, Did he even let my husband come? Plus one. Oh, the, I mean, no the pop problem. In, in Chalfont, PA. Chalfont, PA, and it's. Um, if you're in the area, you have. I think what's to special about this place is that when you versus going to a very not that I have anything against these businesses. No. The big corporate scenes with nerd stuff, it's always super watered down and commercialized. But here, I feel like it's very personal. You come here and drink, and you feel like you're in a house. You're going somewhere to drink. That's home. Well, we we, we were here for the uh, Game of Thrones trivia, and that was that was yes. tonight. I yeah. cooked for that. Yeah. Yes, you did. And yeah, you, you did. thank you. Thank yes, problem. thank you. <laughs> it's very hot in our kitchen. Very hot. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, this is so. We've been meaning to have you back on for like two weeks now. And I'm very excited. Yeah. I have to say that. I've been thinking about it like a whole bunch since uh, the first podcast. So. I'm actually intimidated. I don't know if I'm well received yet. So hopefully whoever's listening, I am well received you, in the end. That's- I, I, I will be completely frank with you. I'm a little intimidated by your Batman knowledge <laughs> because I'm going to get out class. Well, don't feel don't feel scared because I'm a late bloomer Batman fan. Okay. I okay. did not grow which is, up which loving is scary Batman because you, your knowledge of Batman. Yeah, your your intensity in I it. think what it is about Batman is the personal connection I have to it. It's different than just uh, the, Were I, your parents I, killed in an alley? They were I found both of my parents around oh. the same age Bruce Wayne did. And when I realized his origin, I felt deeply connected by okay. that. And that's what sparked it for me big time. My, my ex, I was with my ex for like 10 years from 16 to 26 years old. And he had a beautiful comic book collection, a lot of DC stuff. And he never would let me read them. Because he, he would was trying keep to them sealed him. and locked away. And it was a very private thing. So I could have been introduced very early on yep. but I wasn't and I, I'm okay with that because at a time in my life where I needed something to kind of parallel to me I felt there he was there was Batman and then yep. it just took off from there and then the games came out and I'm a big gamer and then that led into I'm gonna and then I I ruptured my calf okay and I was in a bed for six months I couldn't walk Oof. and I read every comic from 92 to 2001 nice and I so again well fell versed. in love even more but I'm not gonna say I'm the top verse I will say no. that well, my connection is more personal yeah. than it is well that's an interesting mainstream. take so we were supposed to do this two weeks ago and yep. there you know I think it was the Game of Thrones night threw us off yeah and because somebody hasn't seen the last season yet. I have not seen since season four, and that's because I got bored of shit waiting Ooh. week to week, well, and I okay. was bored. So, I so to... people know, I, I have not caught up on Game of Thrones yet. Me not either. at all. And what I'm doing, I'm, I'm halfway through season two. I'm re-watching it from the beginning. To reiterate, mm-hmm. get it instilled in you. Right, and I'll probably, <sighs> we'll probably do a Game of Thrones episode. We should. 
Like we should. As three soon week, as three or four I will weeks be, late. Yeah, I'll at, finish it, and then, you know, we at, can do it. As I'm soon as – as soon as – good, because I have seen it, and I have seen also all the memes. The memes are ruining it because uh, – you can't yeah. keep anything hidden on the FB, am, the Facebook. I am so avoiding it's hard. social media. It's hard. You, you start reading a meme, and then you realize what it's about, and you're like, oh, shit. And you start scrolling real fast because you don't want to like but, yeah. ruin if, it. If I could just give some advice without giving anything away, there are memes where – do you know the uh, the producer commentary – not necessarily. After the show. Yeah, yeah. They, the show. So they, they do the show, and then they have the producers come on. Oh, and so it's kind of like the Talking Dead? Yeah, yeah. But with the producers? Yeah. But it's with the producers. We used to call that DVD commentary. How about it? Right, exactly. <laughs> now it's in the All media. in that dead media of DVDs. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, DVDs. so they do that at the end of every episode where the producers come on. Right. And they pontificate about what their vision was. Right. Uh. Slight spoiler, the last episode, they didn't even bother. And the episode beforehand, they were so disconnected from their own characters, it wasn't even funny. I'm going to tell you without any knowledge of the last seasons of yeah. Game of Thrones that this is what happens. Especially that it's based off of a book that is yes. in continuation. Which, which hasn't always, been written yet. That's a big risk because, the, you know, I knew in Game of Thrones they were steering in a direction that somewhat parted from... The found, they only use the foundation of Game of Thrones. J.R.R. Martin told them how the book would end, right? but he had no source material to give them to read. Exactly. And so they had to kind of wing it. And, and also know, they, had a, they, had a, they had a short timeline to do it in. And you can't break balls about that because no, these are people they had who the are working with what that they, they had. Have. Yes. And you can't, you know, it's all the vision of the creator. And yep. I feel like a lot of these shows, they come out really strong. And the right, this is how it works. They write a show, they have a beautiful concept and idea, and they write about two seasons in. And then what happens is they get contracted to do more, and it's a panic. Now they have to rush, now they have to write a whole season in six months where those first two seasons probably took them five years to write. You know what I mean? Because they're thinking about it. They have the time. They don't have the, the pressure of making these seasons. And then all of a sudden they're blitzkrieged with, okay, we're signing you on for four more seasons, so get it right. And now they have to do the acting and the filming and the writing all in the same year yeah, and get the these only, things out. The only thing that makes me nervous about that whole scenario is that those two guys have been brought on to do the next three chapters of uh, Star Wars. Okay. So they're doing... Those same guys? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. The, the Game of Thrones guys have been uh, brought on to do oh boy. Star Wars. Okay. So after Episode Nine, which is uh, titled Rise of Skywalker, uh, they're going to do the next three, which would be 10, 11, 12 mm -hmm. of Star Wars. Which one of the greatest sagas ever made? I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, well, you just endeared yourself <laughs> Largeness. Yeah, you largeness. Didn't, you know? didn't put it out there. It was there. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, it just makes me a little nervous because um, I have seen some of the, like even though I haven't seen the episodes, I've seen the reaction to the episodes, yep. and it's got me nervous because they they didn't end well with no source material. It scares me because I, I will even say that the actors looked like they felt unprepared to uh, really close their characters, and that's the thing too. Game of Thrones, from what I've seen. A lot of slow moving development. Yes, but yes. I feel they, they I had feel to have it come to a head. Was not necessarily revealed. Like it wasn't matched at the max. Hi, scrap. 
I'm going to get you Batman. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't realized, we're going to be talking about Batman. However, wait, ready? Just to to jump into that. Oh, drop the mic. That was scrappy. Our beloved pop-in bartender, who is uh, our prophet here. He's the fucking oracle from the Matrix of Pop-In Bar and Grill. All right, so in case you haven't figured out, folks, we're going to be talking about Batman. On this episode, uh, and which is, this is which this is, is a I Jessica Rambo. I have the opportunity to talk shit about all the things people love about Batman. Well, oh, you're gonna talk shit well, a little it's, bit. It's oh, that's your direction. Nice. It's actually fortuitous because I. I that's I your doing, word of the week. Yeah, I was doing some research <laughs> to get ready for this because I. I saw the the thing that you posted on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, okay, she's coming serious." I'm so coming I'm, serious. I, I want to do some research. And I, <laughs> I, I found out that I promise this, you, I did no research. This June <laughs> is actually the 30 year anniversary of Keaton's Batman. Of Keaton's Batman, which is exactly. wonderful, a thing to be 1989 celebrated. 1989 Batman, yep. Michael Absolutely. Keaton, uh, Jack Nicholson, great, uh, great Joker, and Birdman, phenomenal, phenomenal Joker. Joker. We have new Joker prospects on the horizon, yes, which, yes, yes. as a Joaquin Phoenix oh, obsessor... How I'm, about it? I, I, that movie looks can amazing. Can I tell you, when I saw that trailer, I fell the frig down. I didn't even know it was ground, happening. And I said, thank you, universe, for giving us Joaquin Phoenix to do this role. Which, which I is, trust him a thousand billion times. He's amazing. I trust it, but you know what? I'm, I, I don't know if I necessarily needed to know the backstory because we the, don't really. We were we were having we're this conversation beforehand because I was right. I'm worried that I don't. Necessarily, Thanks for leaving me out, guys. I don't necessarily <laughs> need to know the Joker's backstory. I I'm going to give you a little caveat to that, and what I'm going to say to that is the fun about making a Joker origin. Now we're all sick of origins. Let's let's just be real. Really? Yeah. In a weird way, we kind of are because it's a cheap way to only because we did Spider Man nine on times. an established story. We already know what the whole Batman and that world's established foundation is. But with the fun about this movie, and this is where we get a free pass. This is where I give them a free pass. Maybe I'm biased. But Joker, the the, the fun about him is he's been known to tell multiple stories of his own origin. So this movie could be just another story. Oh, it's just made up. That's not real. No. And it doesn't matter. So they have a freedom there to tap into. And if if the movie... (laughs) That's fantastic. If the movie ends with the Joker, if it ends with him, like, murdering somebody, and he's telling them the story... And And it's the person they murdered? Right. It's the person they're murdering, or it's the person he's murdering, and he's like, yeah, and that's one of my stories. This could be a whole story he's telling Dr. Quinzel in the fucking Arkham Asylum. Oh, that would be amazing. It could be his story he told her to make her feel sad and join the alliance. From the trailers, I could tell you that Oh, I watched them frame by frame. Yeah, and that would be... An amazing take on that story. That's Just the, it being one scenario or, that he came up with in his mind. That's it. And he's oh. done it. Even Heath, Heath Ledger in, which I hate to, yeah, the Nolan Batmans, we'll get there. Even Heath Ledger's Joker acknowledges, he always says, Multiple you know, choice. the joke is, you know how I got this scar? And he tells a different story every, every time. time. That's the so, beauty of Joker is we never will truly know so his if origin. It ends because with, it's all aligned. So if it yeah. ends with him like three with three guys in a row, right, and mm-hmm. he's talking to the first guy, 
And he's like, and that's how my story ends. Bang. Yeah. And then he turns to the first one. He's like, okay, so let me tell you, you know, like <laughs> that, yeah. that to me would be phenomenal. Yeah, like it's almost like a cutoff of a never-ending loop that'll go on. Exactly. I would love to see him buy an amusement park at the end of the movie. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> but but the idea, that would be beautiful. The idea, the idea mm-hmm. that we're watching a Joker, because just watching the trailers, just um, mm. we're watching a Joker. It's visceral and raw yes. and dark and gritty, yes. and I love it. Which and makes I love me it. feel I like, like that's the real story, whatever he tells. Yeah. I, like I feel it. like this is the real this story, I like and it. I like it. But right. I like it, but I don't want a Joker that's there because, oh. Gotham made me the Joker. I feel like that's a big cliche in the world is like what sculpted these people from the outside instead of focusing on the darkness from inside that some people are just born with. Joker to me isn't just that's what's beautiful to him is he's not influenced so much as his nothing exteriorly really affects Joker. If you really think about it, everything from him is within. He's a he's an enigma. We don't know where he comes from. We don't know why he's the way that he is. I always thought it would be fun to write a Batman story that Joker's history is is exactly parallel to Bruce Wayne's, except Joker well, went the bad there, way. There was a comic book where it was like, if I had to choose an origin, I would choose multiple choice. And, and that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, but. But before we get into it, because we're 16 minutes into this. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> we could just go into it. Yeah, but no, um, I want to do news. All right. All right. All right. Fun. Let's talk about it. What do so, you got to talk about? I got words. I got all the words. <laughs> you said you had a news story. Right? Yeah. Uh, so Nancy Pelosi uh, came out and said that based on everything she's seen, Mueller report, and uh, which we did a show on, and yes, we did. And thank you for plugging that. Um, and everything that she's read since then, and all of the president's actions since that point to block any subpoenas that have come out mm-hmm. leads to obstruction of justice. It's no question in her mind, Yo, and they're going to move cars forward right now. They're going to move forward with obstruction of justice and and uh, impeachment charges. But will by the time the feet are dragged, we're going to be at the next fucking presidential election. Well, I mean, that, let's get real here. That's I mean, exactly not, how they're going to. Is it really going to come to a head, or are we just going to lead right into the I next don't election? That's exactly you know, how it's going to the way how it's going to play out. Yeah. The way it seems like it's going to play out, I think you're right. I yeah. think what's going to happen they're is... They're going to drag it in the courts as long as exactly. possible and, and it's going to be right around term. election time and who the hell is going to want to vote for the guy exactly. who's being impeached. And you know what the fun thing is, like... Because most God people don't bless know America that Donald means. Trump made it because yeah. that is the most fucking American thing ever. I'm not going to lie really? to you. It is. I mean, we got... Yo, Back to the Future 2 got it right, kids. The Cubs won the World Series, and Biff became president, and it was fucking crazy. It was fucking crazy. We even got 4D movies now. We're not playing around. It it was it was insane. And the second I knew Donald Trump was running for president, I was like, yep, he got it. He's going to win. He's going to yeah. win. No yeah. doubt about it. Which is hysterical it. because no doubt. it's like you and me and everybody else is like, no, no, there's no way. I was like, yeah, no. You put a fucking actual celebrity. Yeah, they're going to do it. In a popularity contest, he's going to win. He Every does fucking- represent he's, he's America. President, he's he, President Camacho. He represents America Hector perfectly. Alizondo Mountain Dew Camacho. 
He represents America perfectly. Ignorant, bigoted, closed-minded, completely focused on money, hypocritical. I mean, he is embodiment of America. I, if, if, if anything this president's shown us, it's, it's a fucking look in the mirror. Because he does make up a majority of this country. I don't care what anybody says. I yes, heard. He does, period. I heard a great comedian. Don't ask me their name right now. But... Um, <laughs> Those they, invaluable comedians. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and I wish I could recognize him right now, but I'm uh, 16 beers into this. No uh, way. No, no, no way. <laughs> Legally, no. Legally, Not at all. Legally, Legally no. no. You want to know how I got this bar I'm story? also uh, Ubering home. Um, so, uh, no, I heard a comedian that said, look, you know, we had a, a our first... African American president. That was amazing. And, yeah, and then we had to correct as like a society. We had to go. That was awesome and really like forward thinking. Oh no, this was and the then backlash we to, from that. And this then we was the to, yeah. we'll show you. And then we and then we pulled back. And and you know what? Next, we'll have a woman president. Here, and then yeah. and then and then we'll have that woman president, and that'll be great. And then we'll have and a then, black woman president. And then no, we'll have a gay president. No. See, that's that's where he went. He said, so we'll have a woman president. And then the next president, presidential election will be between a really competent gay man yeah. and Which a happening. Ku Klux Klan member. Oh, and guess where we're going to go? We're going to go KKK. Yeah, exactly. Of course. We're going to go okay, okay, well, okay. Because the way that the elections are set up. It, it, it's bullshit. It you know that, swings right? It swings really far right. Two words. Electoral college. No, that means no, they no, pick no, whoever no, the frig no, they really want no, at the end of the day. No, it's not that. It's we won last time. The the country's on the right track. Yeah. I don't necessarily need to vote. And you need to vote every time. I, I will tell you, I was a very Metal Gear Solid mind frame person. I was like the la la lo There's no point in fucking voting. Snake. It's all rigged. And Snake. then, yes, when <laughs> Donald Trump came against Hillary flaky pastry bitch Clinton, I had to go out. <laughs> I had to go out in my sweatpants and be like, unfucking believable. I got to go vote for this sandbag because I don't want this tyrant to win. Wow. And I always had this thing do not ever vote for the lesser of the two evils. If you do not agree with either of them, you don't vote. But I felt obligated. No, no, you, ha- I felt you still have to vote. If I based yes. it on pure merit, I had to go vote for her over how, Donald Trump. How are the, how are the third party candidates for office. you? Gary Johnson? We how, were, no, they not were Gary Johnson. You know what? I'm Gary not going to lie to you. I wasn't... I wasn't as politically informed as I am now okay. because it well, took good. a president like Donald Trump I've to get me that. on my toes and wake that. up I've and wake that. up. You I've know, I've said that repeatedly that if nothing else, uh, Trump has really um, engaged people in what the political process is, in what it means to actually like vote for a candidate. Yes, and. I'm, I'm appreciative of that. You know, if nothing In a else. weird way, it was a wake-up call we all have and we all needed. Like, you know, maybe – you're right. Maybe at the end of the day, it, it isn't us who really decide. But it does matter that we at least made an effort to prevent something we see as detrimental to the country. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's where I was with the Hillary and Donald Clinton – Donald Clinton. Hillary Don, and Donald, Donald Trump, Trump. Yeah. 
thing is like I can't believe it. I'm doing what I said I never would do. I'm voting for the lesser of the two evils to prevent one I felt was very scary. And you can say whatever you want. You can support Donald Trump. You can not. But the fact of the matter is he has encouraged and emboldened racist bullshit and, and a lot of controversy that's very distracting to important matters like science. We shouldn't be worried about church and state should be separate. We should be worried about how the hell we're going to breathe on this planet in 30 years. We should be worried about freedom of speech and freedom of your rights and being an individual and, and, and having that freedom to be yourself, not not worrying about, you know, whatever is on what the docket. Tweet? What tweet? Yeah, that and that's another thing, too. I would be completely comfortable with a social media comfortable president. Obama was. He's on. I follow his fucking Instagram. You know what I mean? And and they always have wholesome, good things. They're always doing something in the community, even after being president and first lady. They always have something beautiful to bring to the table. I look at Donald Trump and I see plastic Barbie dolls and bullshit. And, and I just I see right through it. And it doesn't work for me. He's not progressive. He's not he's not the president we need. At all. We need somebody who's thinking 20 years from now. And well, that's important. Maybe not the president that we need, but definitely the president that we deserve. So we're moving into Batman off of that? <laughs> 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 all right. Did you, did you have a – Jess, did you have a news story that you wanted to talk about? The only news story that I think is really popping, of course, is Alabama right now with their uh, pro-choice and uh, uh, arguments. And, and – I'm going to say, like, straight up as a woman that I can uh, I can understand pro-life people, okay? I, I understand where they're coming from. I get it all the way. But the problem with that is most pro-life people base that off of a religious morality. And the problem with that is our country is not supposed to be based on religious morality. It's based on science. Church and state are supposed to be separate. So what the argument really comes down to is what do you believe life is? What defines it for you? So if you're a pro-life person, you believe the moment of conception is the moment you're that's a life. But for people like me, science, that's a pinto bean. And that's where we draw the line. I mean, I'll get as far as that to say that I mean, I'm I'm definitely a pro-choice human being all the way. So that's tough because what Alabama, it's not only the pro-life and pro-choice thing that they're battling. Now they're punishing women for having miscarriages, which has happened since the beginning of our biological origins. It's not fair. It's wrong. And it's not right. So. Period. Here. Okay. So I'll say this much. I I want to have an opinion on this, but I don't think my opinion matters. Your opinion does matter because just like. It's the same thing with civil rights movements, and it took a lot of people in in the opposing culture to bring um, African-American rights to the foreground. It took a lot of effort from Caucasian people as well with African-Americans to make that movement real, and I feel like men who can respect that understanding of women is just as important as women who make those claims. Do you know what I'm saying? So it does matter what a man's opinion is if it's well-informed and it's really based on the visceral scientific proof. As, right as a guy who who has had to stand there for that, like, okay, we're pregnant, okay? Yeah. 
what are we going to do? What do we do? Yeah, exactly. And that's because the thing. It's just only, as much your thought process Chris, as well. Chris Rock said that. He's like, you know, like there's only one proper response that a man has after the yeah. I'm pregnant conversation, which is, okay, what are we going to do? Yeah, what do you do? And, and, and that's a fair conversation. I don't know why it's neglected or it's looked down upon. It's a fair conversation. There is no shortage of children in this world. There is no shortage of them. Shit, couples got three, four, five children a pop, okay? Well, okay, so this is where... Let's leave uh, Angelina Jolie out of this. Yeah, but you know what? Can I say one thing about Angelina Jolie adopting all them damn babies? Let me say this. Everybody that complains about her adopting all those babies, those babies would be eating cigarette filters and drinking piss water. So as far as Who's I'm concerned, about Angelina a lot of people are like, oh, she has all these kids. She does. She has a nanny. Who gives a shit? Those she kids also were... has the revenue and, and yeah. means so to what? Do she so. gave them an opportunity to make their own life. That's more than what they ever had before. So as far as I'm concerned, she gets an A plus in my fucking book. And that's that's I mean, come on. But, you know. What do I know? I'm just a woman. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have 7.4 billion people on the planet. I think we're up to 13 now. No. We're 13, pushing. We're pushing billion? big time. Well, no, that, I think that's like a future projection. But we're, we're at 7. <laughs> Wait, so oh, everybody turns our to Google. Phones. It's okay, like 7.4 billion people. population of people? Okay, we're going to wait for Google. Oh, no, you're correct. 7.53 billion estimated. Okay. But that don't count people in mountain villages and shit what? like that. It counts everyone. So we're about at we're they about have satellites. billion. So you're well, correct. no. Okay, so here's, um, here, here, here's all I'm going to say. For all those people, people that are for all those people that are pro-choice, pro-life, whatever, Here, here's my only thing. The people that are pro-choice are Fine, you're pro-choice, right? And I get that. Okay, I respect it. You know, you, but a you lot of pro-choice opinion. people don't but respect the other. And I no, do. no, 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 no. Yeah. But the people who are pro-life, you can be pro-life mm-hmm. unless you're unless that baby is brown, black, gay, trans, or say it louder. Say right. it louder. Exactly. Thank you. And, and and that's my thing. It's like who the hell's adopting all these? These children, who's giving them homes? The, Who wants to cut off their programs for CHIP and helping them have medical insurance and eat properly and go to school? And that's the hypocritical part of it to me. You it, know? They don't value it. They, they only you, value it when, it, when it when it's in the womb. But and, after that, it's like another asshole person they don't care about. Exactly. And, and I that's think it, just straight it was up. George Carlin that said. Love um, him. Love yeah. him. Rest in peace. George Carlin was the one that said, it's like, you know, fucking people who are pro-life. Don't give a fuck about you until you're pro until you're military age. That's right. And then they all of a sudden care about. In fact, there's that. That's not even a conspiracy. For a long time, most people indoctrinated into the military were people who were poor and didn't have much of a future. That's where you'll see the recruiting officers. That's where you'll see them offer opportunities. These young kids in high school say, "Where are you going? I don't know to work in the fucking coal mines in West Virginia because that's where I live, making fucking two dollars an hour." And they say, well, join the military. You'll get education. You'll get a food room and board. And, and you know, you can fight for our country and be proud. And that's not fair either. I feel like our own government uh, preys on the weak. Yeah. Not the weak, but not, the ill-opportuned. Ha- I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Ha- having, having lived in West Virginia. Oh. Mountain yeah. mama, take me home. Yeah. song's actually not about West Virginia. It's about Virginia, but go on. Okay. Um... <laughs> 
Yeah. Anyway, having lived in West Virginia, uh, they're very attached to their coal mines. Yes. While acknowledging that it's killing all of them because they it is. all they die get at 40, cancer. 40 years old. They all they get breathe. cancer, but it's all uh, just what they've always done. And why would you take that away from them? And when you go, because it's killing you, they're like, fuck off. And even, <laughs> even if you don't look at that, you have to look at the big picture. Like human beings, you know, I will tell you openly that. Ten years ago, when South Park came out and made fun of the whole global warming thing, I was on board with that. And even in a South Park episode later, you know, remember that episode where they were like, "We, you know, uh, global warming, and they were making fun of it. But then in a recent episode they did, Al Gore came back and they were like, we didn't listen. Yeah. We didn't listen. We're sorry. Yeah. And because it's true, because that's just bases the fact that you can have one opinion, but once the data is in front of you. Once you see the numbers, you have to acknowledge we have some type of impact on this world. You're you're entitled to your own opinion. You are not entitled to your own facts. Yes. Uh, oh, that's see, it's not an opinion if it's fact. Right. And that's just where I am. And yeah. it's like scientists have no ulterior motive in telling us to save. What fucking motive do they possibly the have only, to the tell only, us to stop doing what we're doing? The only thing that happens. Where that argument becomes specious is when scientists actually say, you know, this is fact, and then they're proved wrong. Right. Beca- and then it, it comes out that they fake their data because and that's a shame they because were that's pushing not an fair. agenda. That's not fair. Science is constantly progressive and moving, and some things we think we know now are yeah. not what would they end up being later, and but, they get a bad name for that. But if that's the case, why don't we judge our fucking politicians the same fucking way? But well, the, because we see it as flip-flopping. That's yeah, right. but exactly. It's, it's politicians to me, it's being presented with new standard. information and basing your, well, your f- and, opinion and on the, that. And that's part of the problem because people see, uh, okay, so I'm presented with new information and I have to, you know, adjust the way that I think about something. And we see that as a weakness because that person yes. is split flopping. Well, right? you say we, but because humans are very we're very black and white creatures, even though we live in the gray and we don't like to admit that we live in the gray area where, you know, there are things that are relative to what's gray. going on around. It's the truth. By the uh, way. It's where we but are. it's the it's where everybody really is. And, yep. and even 10 years ago, if you told me global warming, I would tell you, ha ha ha. That's really funny. And so I saw the fucking numbers and I went, holy shit. Look at that fucking satellite image of the North Pole. Look at that. That shit's yeah. real. That's not the whole thing with, you know, same thing with NASA. I'm a big NASA supporter. I get a lot of shit about that because, oh, how do you know? Yeah, their whole motive is to spend trillions of dollars to convince you that the world's round. I don't understand why that's even a discussion. Like, oh, can I tell you? You use GPS. No, wait. You know do what? you that's use GPS? Does, your, cheap, another, does yeah. your GPS work according well, no. to the math? Here's, well, then it's the end of the conversation. Here's, here's what I always fucking say to those people. It's like, you, you okay, you can't sit there and shit on on science and then fucking sit there with and an use iPhone. It. And use it on your phone to exactly. post about it. Using the satellites that orbit the fucking planet, the round planet, and then complain that that scientific data is off. Okay, bitch, make internet in your kitchen then. Go ahead, make internet. That, that's why I only listen to the Amish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if the Amish want to come bitch to me about something, then I'll I'll sit down and I'll <laughs> you'll listen. I will always I will always listen to opposing arguments because if you don't, you're just as ignorant. You have to listen to their their side. Well, but the fact is, like you guys said earlier, science is science is science is well, science, and ain't nothing changing. Do we say it that way? 
No, well, but I did. <laughs> but you know what I think? I, I think is a healthy approach is if you have a conversation rude, rude, and rude. it gets shut down by. So, like, I, I think the best way to confront stupid ideas is to just present ideas that aren't stupid. Yeah, you but know? that seems to not be working. Yeah, that plays right <laughs> into their hands, dude. Because That's why you're losing. The, <laughs> same, the same outlet that politicians and, and or and or people who are trying to be deceptive use are the same outlets scientists have to use. They have to use social media and film and video and and words and vocals is the same thing that people use to try and confuse the general population anyway. So there's a biased mistrust towards anybody that speaks on a TV. So what the people that speak on a TV do is they speak to your core values, your ignorance. They appeal to your ignorance because it's much easier to believe something wrong than it is to learn something new and unlearn the wrong. That's... You could, you could, if you spell a word incorrectly your whole life, it will be harder for you to learn to spell it correctly because you have to unlearn what you've already been instilled in at a certain age. That's a real brain development thing. That's not a myth. Like, between certain ages, you pretty much develop. They say by the time you're about 25, your opinions are pretty much solidified because your brain has developed to a point where it's absorbed all that information. And it's it's registered that into every experience you've ever had in your life. And then you have environmental factors. You talk to a kid in the hood about the world and the globe, and then you talk to a kid that grew up in the valley. Their opinions are going to be fucking different. And it's not their fault. It's their environment. It's those variables that factor into that. So there has to be some type of empathy to, to, to respect that the ignorant and find a way to reach them without attacking them. And that's what's really hard is because science is very, they're very sterile. It's very, this is what it is and you and like you, it or not. Never, There's no finesse. Never, you can never get a scientist to fully 100% commit to anything because right. they don't want to be the guy who's like, well... It's a tough position to be in. Because there's a 0.1% chance that they're wrong. Exactly. And yeah. they're willing to acknowledge that. Yeah, so they're never but we have to go with committal. the numbers. And the numbers say what the bigger number is is the one that wins. And that's how I am. I so, mean, all right. so speaking of evidence. Okay, wait, are, wait, wait. Wait, what were you going to say? I was going to say, are we ready I'm going to rock a piss. Oh, wait, wait, you wait. finish your thought. I'm going I'm I'm to go make ping pong. I'll be <laughs> All right, so my my last one, my news story. Oh my god, how many minutes into this are we? Ignore that shit. <laughs> this is how conversations work. Goddamn it, that is true. That uh, is true. I'm sorry. My news story is. I was uh, working to a schedule, and I apologize. Asteroid 1994 KW4 is that Apophis measuring more than a mile? In is diameter. that Apophis? It's not Apophis. I don't care then. It flew by the Earth yesterday. Um, today's Sunday. So no one told us. It flew by the Earth on Saturday, and this was an asteroid that was so large that it had its own moon. What? Yes. It had a mini asteroid in tow? It had an, a mini asteroid that was rotating around it in tow. It um, flew by us yesterday. Uh, it came within 3.2 million miles between the Earth and, uh, yeah, that it, that is a scary fucking thought. It's, uh, for some reason, asteroids have been popping up in my news stories. For Oh, if only uh, Google had an algorithm to give you that stuff because of what you Google. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, no, but, um, yeah, so I, I just chose that as my news story, and it was uh, interesting to me because this thing was moving at ridiculous speeds. Yeah. 
and had faster it. than normal. Uh, or is that how fast asteroids go? Well, uh, I, I ask the tough questions. You do ask the tough questions. Uh, it was coming in at something like a hundred and ooh, I had this hundred, a hundred and. Uh, it it was it was um it was moving pretty fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> In scientific terms, it was moving pretty fucking fast. Well, I'll put it to you like this: if this had hit the Earth, um, a Apophis? No, no, not a. That's what I said. <laughs> I said uh, I just came back from a piss. I washed my hands. That was a high five. That was antibacterial. Go on. Okay. No, um, there was an asteroid that flew by the Earth yesterday. Okay. That had a mini moon. Because it was so big. It. it had a satellite. It yeah. was small. I'm a big NASA. I'm, I know oh, you it. know yeah. about this? Yeah. Yeah. What but, did they uh, call it? Did they call it a, a Greek god They probably or called it like M71432A as of everything Wait, labeled in science. Said it. it was asteroid. They have to give it a nice name for the public. 1999 <laughs> KW4. <laughs> I told you it was going to be Because they've known letters. about it for 20-something years. And same thing with Apophis. It was a very similar situation where the trajectory they had mapped out and said, hey, if it comes this close this year, it will yeah. be back. And yeah. it will fucking be back with a vengeance. Also, NASA's announcement of the Gateway Project Ooh. in 2024, Ooh. which I was... I like, I like you, you, too. <laughs> I love you guys. No, Gateway Project by NASA's coming. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be... It's going to... Man, I'm really heartfelt what about is the, it. What is the Gateway Project? The do? Gateway Project is pretty much the International Space Station Part 2. It's oh. going to exist between the orbits of the moon and the Earth and set up a permanent establishment on the moon so that we can have further missions to the uh, other planets in the solar system. And we're going to minimize what what troubles us in going to other planets is we still rely on combustion to get to break Earth's gravity. By having a station set up permanently between the moon and the Earth, we are going to now be sustainable in outer space without being tethered to Earth, which means we're going to have we're going to reduce the cost of space travel by By, billions by by three of what tons, it is today. tons, yeah. because the most to send you to outer space is your weight in gold. Yeah. So do the math for that. Well, it's about I a million mean, dollars a pound. It's tough. It's yeah. a tough. It's, it's about a, a million dollars a pound. It's a tough gig, and this International Space Station, if you will, part two is what I'm calling it, is going to be. Now we're going to resource mineral. Bless you. We're going to resource minerals from the moon now, so we're not going to breathe piss air anymore. We're going to have water, and we're going to we're going to take minerals from the moon. Which I mean, nobody's using it. Why not? Okay. And we're going to be able to gonna do throw long-term off. experiments in space that we can only do in the international space. We're pretty much building our metropolis in the sky. It's happening, and it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing. And NASA is my whole shit. Like. All the way. I support them a billion percent in everything they do because space travel is important. Because Carl Sagan once said, you cannot allow the human species to only exist on one planet. It's too special and it's too delicate. Yes. yes. You need to invest in traveling out to Mars and terraforming that bitch. Yeah. She's about to get her drinks stolen. Ow! All right. So... All right, let's 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 uh, let's wrap up news and get into our main topic. Project Gateway. As Just look it up. As we're forty-two minutes into this, fucking oh my episode. god, are we seriously? Yes. Okay, yeah. let's get started. Oh my so, god. Uh, people, people, 
Annie's here, and Annie is a Scrappy's love of Scrappy's life. Also works here at Pop In, a beautiful, beautiful creature of energy, a Scorpio. I'm not sure you know. Oh, <laughs> no judgment. Oh. Okay, Scorpio women, ouch. Oh, uh, Scorpio <laughs> men, ouch. Scorpio I, men is a bigger I, 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 ouch. Much bigger ouch, Annie. All right, so wait, what are we doing? We're, doing We're talking Batman. Batman. We're, We're talking, talking Batman. Batman. This is this is your subject. What are you asking? I don't know. She I'm really ex- I love Batman. She, she wants it tattooed all over her. I do. She I, loves Batman. I do love Batman. More than so that I love Batman, I love Bruce Wayne. And the, he's really oh. special to me. Not a lot of people Bruce give, Wayne give that of part them. of his life that, credit. That, that. Yep. That. That's you, what you latched onto is Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne first Bruce Wayne. because talk, talk the tr- about that. because the trauma happened to Batman. Bruce before Batman. But Bruce is the mask that Batman wears. No. Oh. oh. No, I no, you're oh. right. You know what? No, you're right. I agree oh. with Agreed. that. Do you remember uh, in Kill Bill Volume 2 <laughs> that was a quick when turn. Bill goes on this big speech with Beatrix Kiddo and he says my favorite superhero is Superman because the real mask he wears is Clark Kent. Yes. I feel Batman's the same uh, thing. By the way, that was a bullshit speech. It was. Yep. I, I, it was. It I, was. I, I I I listened to that speech and I was like, yeah, no. I really like the hell because um <laughs> If I remember correctly, in I Bill, thought Batman in, would have been a better in example. Bill, he was saying that like Clark Kent is the reflection that Superman thinks of humanity, right? right? Which I thought was completely I wrong. I think that's relative. I think in Bill's mind, that's what it was for him. See, that's the beauty of superheroes. They appeal to us all individually because of how we relate to them. And that's what's special. So that's why I respected Bill's speech about Superman. But if I could change the story, it would be about Batman. Because to me, Bruce Wayne is the costume and Batman is the real person. Because because in recent years, there's been this huge battle. And I I came prepared with questions. Okay. (laughs) I might not be able to answer all of them, but I will do my best. I'm just going to turn my mic off right now. What is it? What is it that makes Batman such an interesting character to you? What makes Batman an interesting character is that he's visceral and grounded in the concrete world around us. So I think what makes what makes him special is all the potential that could have been Bruce Wayne or was believed to be Bruce Wayne. And what didn't happen how it expected to be. And that's how we all are. I think we all get to a certain age in our life where we're like, is this, this isn't who I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be something else, something better, something different. But in the reality is this is what it is. And I feel like that's the fate Bruce Wayne has been given. And, and it's not the most enjoyable fate, but it's his. And he owns it. And that's how it is for everybody in life. We have to own where we are right now. Because we always want to think about the future, and we always hold on to the past. And for me, that's what makes Batman, Bruce Wayne, so special, is he's one of us. He doesn't have superpowers. He's not. He is the pinnacle of human um, perseverance, endurance, and determination and ingenuity. He had to make himself a superhero, which I find even more commendable. You know, because everybody that's gifted with these superhuman abilities, they have to try to be human. But Bruce Wayne never has to try to be human. He is human personified. He is sadness and loss and grief and perseverance and endurance. He his whole future was decided for him and it was taken away. And now he's where he is and he has to deal with it as it is. And he has to deal with his trauma and he has to deal with 
everything he thinks he should be, and that's yeah. what makes him grounded and relatable to me. So while we were talking about this beforehand, mm-hmm. like like off mic, right? Um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting that you mentioned about Bruce Wayne was that this is an individual that's constantly dealing with PTSD. Constantly, <laughs> it is. As a person who buried my parents young, similar to Bruce Wayne, um, I found them both. It was traumatic. It was life-changing, what my life was supposed to be versus, like, what it became. Um, It's – I think a lot of people think that the reason Bruce Wayne is Batman is because he's angry. And I will say that the PTSD would definitely make him angry. He feels like he's robbed of a future he should have had. But I feel like the real reason he does what he does is guilt. Because as a child, you're so innocent. You you don't he, – he still looks back at that moment like he did something wrong, that he could have changed it, that he could have fixed it. He wasn't and strong he's not, enough. Yes, and he's not being Batman because he's angry. He's being Batman because to him, he's paying a penance. He's paying it's back – survivor's guilt. Survivor's yes. guilt. He's paying a penance. Every night that he goes out and stops a criminal is another day that he's paying back for what he didn't do for his parents. I am the night. I am the night. <laughs> that was but, crappy. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying. Like, it's for me, as a person who lost my parents that way in a very, really traumatic, it never goes away. And some people are like, well, how come he can't just get over it? He's got all these millions of dollars. And that's the proof of it is that. Trauma is trauma is trauma, and it never goes away. It only becomes embedded into what you do with your life. And right. that's and, – and, and we're talking about a Batman, it, it, Bruce Wayne. He not only goes out at night because he's paying a penance. He's, he's trying to uphold his family name in the daytime too. He's carrying the Wayne Enterprise name, the the legacy his parents were leaving on his shoulders as a young man. So in the daytime, he has to be that for the for the for the population for Gotham. He has to be a philanthropist and a kind person and an educated person, and he needs to carry his family name into the beautiful legacy his parents wanted him to be. Versus at nighttime, he's going out and he's making up for what he couldn't do when he was a child. You know, and that's what matters. It's not just Batman. It's also Bruce. It's Bruce. Every day that he gets up and he's exhausted from being out all night being Batman, he still gets up and puts the suit on. And he still carries his parents' name legacy. He still carries their namesake and tries to honor them in his daily life as well. So he is doing a double life. He's trying to pay back for his guilt and also sustain the legacy they've set forth for him. He's trying to live two lives on behalf of what they left him. And that's commendable and that's beautiful. We always want to make people we love and care about proud. And and that's the thing with Bruce Wayne is he does that every day and he also does it by night. And that to me is all superior dedication to being a good human being. And that's really special. That's well, my take on it, you know, is he gets up every day and he looks in the mirror and he's like, I am the son of Thomas and Martha Wayne. And I have to run this entire industry by myself with nobody. And I have to make it respectable and credible and honor them in their daily life. And at night I have to pay back the guilt I feel for letting them go. And that's never going to leave him. It's always there. So that to me grounds 
something very sacred. Because being an orphan myself and losing my entire family, I just lost the last person in my family in December, my grandmother. I buried her. And I took care of her for 15 years. And there is that feeling of a matriarchy. There is that feeling of you lose the keystone of the family. And for him, it was his mother and his father. And it was no doubt that they were... Politi- they were uh, public figures that people looked up to and respected and loved, and now he has that burden too. Not only does he have to, he feels like he needs to pay back for their death, but he also feels like he's very responsible for carrying. He could go home and, and drink wine and bang hookers all day, but he's not. He's there every day at 8 o'clock in the morning being Bruce Wayne and carrying his namesake into the future. That's the most amazing sign of perseverance and beauty I've ever seen in a character. So that's my thing with how he does that. Like, that's what grounds him for me, you know? It's a very personal... Batman's really personal for me, and it's deep. And I always make this joke when people are like, what do you know about Batman? I'm like, I am fucking Batman, just without the billions, okay? So, watch it. (laughs) Well, one uh, one of the things I love about Batman is that, like, Batman... um. So, like, there's this big Batman versus Superman thing that that happens. The Martha thing. Are you going to bring up the Martha thing? Because I fight fight for that scene, and a lot of people hate it. But we'll get get to that. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. No, I mean, like, there's this this war that goes on between these two characters. Yes. Right? Like, which one's more popular? Which one's more? And I have a— Batman and Superman have always dominated the DC realm. I mean, it's always been them because you got the man and the the god, and they've had to work together many times. So, but what I think makes Batman special mm-hmm. is the fact that um, he's not a god, like you pointed out. He's not. He's a, a man, god. and he's even man. with his billions of dollars, he still suffers like well, all of us not, do. Not just that, but like I, I think one of the things that happens with the comic books is that Batman has shown us that you can defeat a god. Yes. With a little bit As of a cleverness. Person. If you look at As if a you look at Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns, yep. that whole story is him taking, you know, like one of the big challenges that he has is trying to take down Superman, who's been charged with taking down the Batman. Right. And he does it in such a way that he's able to like, hey, I could have killed you here, but I didn't. Right. So I'm gonna go into the shadows. And I'm going to continue to do what I do. I'm not going to be as obvious as I was. Right. And you're going to leave me the fuck alone. There's always been in the comic book realm a a tension between Superman and Batman. Always. Forever. However, there's also a really intense respect that they have for one another. Because neither one of them can help the past that molded them. No. Superman can't help the fact that he's on Earth and he's an alien and he has to grow up as a human. And, and Bruce Wayne can't help the fact that he's an orphan with a billion-dollar enterprise behind his name. Well, and for some reason, there's a respect between the two of them where when they have to work together, they fucking do. Well, one of the things I always found interesting about DC was that when, when their characters have like these big changes, you know, like for Clark Kent, it was realizing he was an alien, right? Yes. And for Batman, it was like losing his parents. Yes. One of the things that I really appreciated about DC is that they they gave the characters, so they don't immediately become the heroes, you know? Right. They, it takes them years to mold themselves into the people that they're Exactly. Be. It takes human effort. It takes real human determination and effort to do what they do. Batman could hang up the cow and the cape any day, and he can just run... 
Ender- Wayne Enterprises, and he could just fart and play with hookers and do it. But he doesn't. He and doesn't I, do that. And so Clark Kent goes off into the Fortress of Solitude, and he explores what it means to be human. Yes. And for, for Batman— When in Rome, right? Right. And for Batman, it's like— Molding himself into perfection. Yes, to be the anti-villain, to be the to be. See, that's the difference too. His non-kill policy. That's all. As much as it's is mm-hmm. as it's noble, it's also detrimental. Yeah, which symbolizes Batman's post-traumatic stress because he cannot. You don't understand. It's not a morality. He says it's a morality thing not to kill, but the truth is he can't do it. Because he's traumatized by killing. Killing has traumatized him. He's seen what it does. And he might say, this villain is bad, but if I kill him, he's someone's son. He's someone's, he's someone's brother. He's someone's father. It's not worth it. It's the pain he'll cause the other. He's trying not to cause pain unnecessarily to people that, that don't deserve it. And in a way, that holds him back as being unstoppable. Because when people know that he doesn't kill, that's a weakness for him. And it's not just a, a moral code ba- that Bruce Wayne has. It's actually a, 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 an impediment. Because, now, you know, now, doesn't he make that up with the fear aspect? Like, doesn't yeah, he use... Yeah, he preys on the psychological element of fear because he understands it the most. Right. Because to him, a ghost took his parents in the dark. So to him, this in Frank Miller's year one... He right. couldn't figure out why nobody was scared of him when he confronted these thugs. And he knew he wasn't going to be able to do it not killing. So how the hell was he going to do it? He was going to do it by making them scared, fear. Which I think is funny in Arkham Knight, the games, yes. when Scarecrow preys on fear, which is one of the most brilliant, I think, elements to confront Batman is with fear. Because fear with fear is, that's an interesting... Con- like, well, w- wouldn't you think he would be... Immune at that point? He is immune to it, but like Scarecrow says, all men have fear. Because without fear, you lose the meaning of life. Well, we're talking about a character where Batman's been offered a yellow ring before. You know, like We're talking about a character who, who in the comic books has been offered a fear ring. And he was like, yeah, no, I don't need this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think what gives Batman a lot of strength is his confidence and his oh, ability yeah. to build the myth around himself. Well, a billion dollars will help with that. Yes, it does. And and that's another thing, too, I, uh, that I will say, that he has a very good amount of resources. And that is, to a weakness as much as it is a benefit to Bruce Wayne. He has, if you take his technology away... Take away the Batmobile. You take away Alfred. You take away the billions of dollars in Wayne Enterprises. You take away he still his comm butt. system. He will kick ass, but my goodness, it's going to be tough. Yeah. You're left with Daredevil. You're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take away another his Ben Affleck character. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, he just God. can't land a superhero. Poor no, guy. He can't. Poor he guy. Can't. I I so, will say for the record, I loved Ben Affleck as Batman. Feel free in the comments. Really? I loved him as no, Batman. He was great Batman. I, uh, great. We, and we were talking about this a little bit. I I feel like Ben Affleck's Batman gave us a rare opportunity to see what he could be. To see exactly. Because of a, a, a bone breaking, teeth smashing, horrifying big man that will fuck you up if you cross his path. Well, you, you I didn't get that it. feeling from Bale's Batman. No, you didn't. I didn't. Really? Sorry, but I didn't. It, not at all. He was not scary it was at all. Also, the first time that we got to see in film, anyway, that we got to see Batman be the Batman. Yes. Um, because we saw him take a, a, a room apart. 
And that, so that was the best Superman. scene in film Batman history to me. Yeah. Is that scene in the warehouse where he fucks them up. And they were horrified, those men. They were scared. They had grenades and guns and shields, and they were scared to there death was, of him. There was a really early scene um, in Batman vs. Superman where he's up in the corner. He's up in the corner. And he's hiding. And he's hiding. That's the, what did it for me. And the cop turns, and he sees him, and he's like, oh, shit. And he, like, pulls his shotgun on him. And. And Wasn't that scary? Yeah, it was. It Him was, up in that corner, like he was fucking scary. Yeah. He was scary. And, and 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 that was one of the saving graces of Batman versus Superman because yeah. the, the, and his relationship with the cops at that time was not good. No, he was no, not revered as beloved by the police force. He was still a, a vigilante who was breaking the fucking law, which is another thing Batman does, which. We'll all the to. time, all yes. the time. He he is he does have a semi god complex where he is outside the law, but he still polices people who think that they are and judges he, them accordingly. He does see his morality as being uh, beyond kind of what the social norms are. Yeah, right? I'm going to say Batman's a Capricorn. I'm just going to leave that <laughs> right there. Thank you. I'm going to put that out there for my zodiac friends. Ugh. But go on. Zodiac. It, it, oh God, this is so difficult. This is so difficult because you you were talking about science earlier. Now I know. Like, well, here's the thing I'll say about. I that's will say, not a science. I, I will give you a thirty second. Oh, it's thing. not. Thirty <laughs> seconds. Yeah, my sign is the wizard. <laughs> thirty seconds. I will say that the zodiac stuff is a lot of fun. If you put me up in front of a scientific community and you you you're going to tell me to bank my life on it, I would not. I will say it's fun and I take it that way and I will say that there is some merit mathematically to people who are born in July being a certain way versus people who are born in December. That's all I'm going to say. At the end of the day, I am science, 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 but we all have to have a little magic in our lives and uh, I like to have fun with the zodiac stuff. On, but that's that's like my limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so let's do it. It's more Batman. I'm super into this, like way too into this. So, nice. <laughs> what was your what, what to you to you what was your What was your favorite Batman film-wise? Including or excluding Michael Keaton? Including. Including Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton is top. Because we're at the 30-year anniversary of... Uh, I'm also gonna, including the animated I'm series, which I have the I most knowledge on. I love the animated series. Uh, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy oh make Batman yes. and Yes, Joker. yes, yes, yes. Mark Hamill is by far the best... So when I when I think about the Joker, I hear Mark Hamill. You should, voice. and as you, you should. should, because he is the embodiment of what Joker is supposed to be, and and he hits it for me. As far as my favorite Batman, this is tough. This is really hard because I don't know if I'll ever be invited back. Um, Do it, say it. I'm Go gonna ahead. put Michael Keaton on the side because he no. is one of the tops, and I feel like he's so from, he's so engraved in what we know as Batman that I don't want to use him in this discussion because it it, it it invalidates the others that preceded him. Oh my God, you're gonna say George Clooney? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say something very unpopular, and I'm gonna say that my favorite Batman. 
No, wait. My favorite Batman, I really, really liked Val Kilmer's Batman. And I'm so sorry. Don't apologize for I that. I loved it. I Don't thought, apologize for I that. I thought he did a really good job with what he was given. His tone of voice was good. Yep. His physicality was yep. great. Yep. His Bruce Wayne was refined and well-spoken and very beautiful. Okay, but we're talking about two different... So, like, when I, whenever I have this Batman conversation... I, like, Combat-wise, I'm going to say Ben Affleck, 100%. Ben really? Affleck. Yes, yeah. absolutely. No doubt about it. It's not even a fucking conversation. Watch every movie with combat with a Batman, and you're going to look at that scene in the warehouse with Ben Affleck, and you go, there's fucking Batman right there. Yeah. But that was his stunt double. But, well, but like, <laughs> Okay, so I feel like you got to break it up into two categories because you have – best Batman and you have the best Bruce Wayne. Because they are two separate entities. Yes. And it's very they, rare that we find an actor that so encapsulates both of them well, and properly. That, and that's how they have to cast it. I mean, I'm sorry, but you can have a great Batman and you can have a great Bruce Wayne. Like, but together, like, that's, I know the you're real, gonna, that's the honey That's the honey right and, there. And Ramona, I know you're going to say that Ben Affleck is the best Bruce Wayne. That's what matters. Like, because you've said it before. But, but you have to cast somebody that can pull off both. both. Yeah. And that's, that's going to be struggle. the best. I, I feel when it comes to nostalgia, I'm going to go with Michael Keaton. Of when course. it comes to the best, the best. Prob- the best of both characters, Bruce and, B- and Batman, I'm going with Val Kilmer, and I stand by it 100%, and, and I will fight people I don't, with bottles You of don't have chains. to fight me. I'm, I'm kind of there good. with you right Even now. Even the intro of the movie with the belt, the utility belt getting buckled, and the fucking Batmobile coming up, that's Batman, man. That is Batman. He even had the jokes and the sarcasm with Alfred. That, that chemistry was there, and his Bruce Wayne... Although he was blonde, which we should forgive, because let's not forget Michael Keaton with that wag ass Jerry curl. <laughs> okay, so let's not forget that wag ass Jerry curl and fucking uh, Michael Keaton had all respect. Michael, <laughs> Michael Keaton was really awkward, Bruce Wayne. He was our first. He was like the first time you slept with somebody. He was like, holy the shit, fucking Lily. This, yeah, this is our, this is our Batman because he. But we owned him. That was our Batman, and that's why when I talk about this, I try to put Michael Keaton on the side and get to the real visceral part of the convo, which is okay. Aside from him, who, who is it? And for me, I will say the unpopular. It's going to be Val Kilmer. He nailed both of the roles for me perfectly. You can say. Well, he nailed them both. He nailed them both perfectly for what we have in front of us. And as for my as for my favorite Batman, I'm gonna go with Ben Affleck. I think his Batman was strong and scary and big, and he was he was menacing and horrifying, and he was I, all those things he needed to be, and then some. His Bruce Wayne needed some work. But I actually liked his Bruce Wayne. I didn't I hate his, it. I, I, I didn't his hate Bruce it. Bruce Wayne was interesting. His physical r- rapport as as Bruce Wayne was good, but he needed to work on how he spoke. Bruce Wayne speaks with a very educated, refined, and soft-spoken, and light. And light, soft-spoken demeanor. He's very gent- genteel. Well, and I, I didn't get that from from Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne I, I because he ben didn't Affleck's, have enough experience in that role of duality I, I with him ben He didn't get the chance. I thought Ben Affleck's grow. Bruce Wayne was uh, the Bruce Wayne that's been Batman too long. Yeah, but that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. When you walk yeah. in and he looks good at that point. case, really when he point. looks at that case with fucking Robin's fucking suit and Joker all over it, that's the killing joke. 
I mean, not the yes. killing joke. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a death in the family, which yeah. came out the year of my birth, 1986. I have an original copy of that. When Batman also confronts himself, Bruce has the guilt of losing his Robin. Yet another to, to family Joker, member. To Joker. And, 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 and that we were get, just getting into that, and unfortunately, the DC film universe rushed it, and we didn't get to experience because what that, that would have been. Because that entire thing was a clip show. Ben Affleck had the absolute look of Bruce Wayne in the salt and pepper era. He was older. He's tired. They even had that scene in uh, uh, Justice League. Uh, when Bruce walks off and he's achy, he's hurting. His body yeah. hurts him. He's tired. Yep. Then you could even tap into the, to get the his era. shoulder reset. You can even tap into the era when he gives up the mantle for a while to Azrael. Yes. I mean, we were leading into good shit there, and I feel like and we got fucking blue-balled, and yeah. well, we we're gonna get it ripped away from us. Yes. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a huge comic book guy, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So do you know what the the the, the first comic book that showed us that? Um, heroes can fail. What? It was Avengers f- Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was Spider Man. Yeah. It was Spider Man's the death of Gwen Stacy. Okay. Yes, that's a good. That's a, yeah. That would be it. And that Holy was the shit. first time that we saw a superhero fail. Right. And you know, sup- Spider Man accidentally kills Gwen Stacy himself. Right. Collateral damage. Yeah, he tries to he tries to stop her from falling, and in in shooting her with a webbing, he ends up snapping her neck. Yeah, and not long after that, with the Gwen Stacy thing, we had Batman, um, a death in the family. That's one of my favorite comic books ever. Is a death in the family. Yeah, that's one of my favorite comic books ever is Death and Family. And I think that's what makes Batman such a relatable character. Because I've had this argument. There's um, there's a really good friend of the show. Uh, I won't say his name. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> now you just reminded me of Trailer Park Boys. Randy! And, and <laughs> Come here, Bo Manders! <laughs> He's going to love that. Yeah. Uh, Randy... Um, we, we've gone back and forth a lot of times about, like, you know, which which character is more relatable, Batman or Superman. Okay. And I feel like Superman is completely unreachable to me. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. He, he's, but, he's meant to be that. Yeah. That's, that's his purpose. Part of the reason why Superman is so unreachable and Batman is so relatable is because Batman has failed. Yes. You know, he's when, just when a he man. Lost he's just a man. Robin. Well, and when I, he lost his parents, I mean, right off the bat, right off the bat, he was failed. Even with his billions, we could relate to him because it meant nothing without Thomas and Martha Wayne. And, it meant nothing and, to and, him. And then Batman has always been like this: like if you push yourself hard enough, if you push yourself to the pinnacle of what it means to be a person, if you and, push yourself to be the pinnacle of intelligence and and ingenuity which he does successfully i i think i mean he uses his resources appropriately he doesn't take he man i fucking love batman guys (laughs) (laughs) i love him so much but the the fact that he he is this character and he has these flaws yeah and, and he's trying to do the best that he can you know like like, like I said, and it shows. It, it shows too that that's not only a, a um, that's not only a really amazing quality, but it's also part of his downfall. He tries to be so perfect 
and he can't be because he's human, and that hurts him, and that's tough. He tries to overcome that element that he's a stone wall, that he's, but that's just what he presents to do what he needs to do. But at the end of the day, he mourns, he grieves. He constantly will grieve and mourn. He will always mourn and grieve. And, and Alfred is his, like, kind of rock bed to his parents. You know, he, he – and, and have we – I'm sorry to mention this, but Alfred Pennyworth, the the show is coming out. Yeah, it is. Which is going to focus on Alfred what? meeting yes. Thomas and Martha Wayne. And oh I'm like, I can't even fucking wait for that. I'm so excited. I hope they don't really, fuck it up. Really, you're excited for it? That's a I really – that's a really, like, Alfred origin, is, origin Alfred story. Alfred is a really important character because yeah. he – he ushered in – he was Thomas Wayne's right-hand man as his son Bruce was uh, – Alfred was to Bruce. It's the same thing. I thought it, I thought it was interesting that um, you chose your butler to be the person that's going to – I think the butler was the front. The butler was the yeah. front. Alfred's history that. is beautiful. That. He was from different Special comic books. From what I understand, I'm sure listeners will be – Whatever, but he was a, a medic in the military. He has he's an actor. He is um, he only became a butler because the same reason I'm cooking fucking French fries. Okay, he just ended up being that. Yeah. And then, then when Thomas Wayne, just like Bruce, sees the fucking real talent and ability in a human being, and he put a front on just like Batman does every day. And okay. So also, can I just say real quick? Good. He was also the inspiration for the uh, the Archer Butler. Yes, he was. Uh, uh, um, oh. And, oh, and, and he it, died. And we, the actor, voice actor, the, passed the voice actor away. passed away. But but so you know what? Sad. Before he did. My God, was that not the it, best adaptation of sending up? It was Alfred without the sarcasm. It was it was Alfred if he was powerless. <laughs> yes, yes, a hundred percent. Oh, yes, love Archer. Disturbing. That's for another episode. But I love Archer. Oh, Let's just say God. what a great fucking character. Show what that what is. amazing show that was yes. for the first five seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're doing one. It's like nineteen ninety eight or they're, something. That's the next one that's coming yeah. out and. And they're not in it anymore. Oh, but yeah, let's go wow. back to Batman. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a major bummer. Let's so move on. We'll, Shit. we'll put a pin on this because I am going to come back to some like fan theories. I'm excited. About Batman. Let's do it, uh, Nick. What's who's your favorite Batman? Yeah, that like, that's a big thing. I want to know everybody's. Oh God! Live action Batman. Okay, is, all right. So wait, you said Val Kilmer. Was Val your Kilmer's favorite my Batman. favorite duality. But if we're going with just Batman, I gotta go with I gotta go Ben. I think he did a so great job. So who's your job. favorite Bruce Wayne? Val Kilmer. Okay. Val so, Kilmer's my so favorite. So you have Wayne. Val Kilmer and For duality. Black. Yeah. In the Bruce Wayne, Batman. The one that one conquered two. the both the best was Val for me. Okay. But if I had to choose separately, I'd say Val's Bruce Wayne was a beautiful Bruce Wayne, and Ben Affleck's combat and presence was the best Batman. That's really interesting because yours is opposite, isn't it? <laughs> Ramon. Uh, no. Okay. My, my favorite uh, Batman was uh, Ben Affleck. What? Yeah. Love it. Love no. it. No. Yeah. That is opposite to yes. the things you heard it talked about. Is it? Okay. That you have said repeatedly to me. But that it doesn't your matter, man. We're at the table right we're, now. We're recording we're at the table right now. Right now. And what he said is Hoyle. You gotta have surprises. It. You gotta okay. have. Surprises. I get it. What have I said in the past? You have said in the past that your favorite Bruce Wayne. Is Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck yeah, and I thought then he had potential. And then I don't know who your favorite Batman is, but you've just reversed it. Okay, all right. Uh, 
So favorite Bruce Wayne. I, I did like Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. I loved Wayne. it. Too. I it thought was it was such a, because oh you saw. Oh, my God, you're so flip-floppy. Because you saw the potential. <laughs> You'll never you make it in politics. You saw where he could have gone. And we, for the first time, saw an older Batman, which we never, we, um, older Bruce Wayne, which we never that, get we to saw, see. We saw Batman, we saw Bruce Wayne that was jaded. Yeah. And we didn't need the, anybody to hold our fucking hand. No. We already no. know what he's been through. If, you, if you've read any comic, you've got the whole premise already. And it was post the Wayne Manor burning and, down, well, that's part which of the, they took a huge risk the, on. That was part of the problem with that movie, um, because if you weren't, because me and Nick went to see it, and, and like and ha- half the movie, I saw it forty-five minutes into out. it, I went, "What are we watching?" Know, yeah, yeah. Was, and, and Nick tough. the entire time is like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And I'm like, "Oh, this is cool. This is this. This, this is this." Yeah. This. If, if you had read the comic books, it was cool, and I did not. That's okay, but that's okay. At least you're openly admitting that your fandom stems from a more it is, on-screen fan base, and that's okay. That, that doesn't invalidate I your opinion. Say, it just makes you. an adjustment. Thank Thank you it. for that, because You're I'm welcome. about to say George Clooney for both. He looked the part. George Clooney looked the part very well. Can I can I start he off? He was by another. Saying, maybe he's another Ben Affleck example. He was a decent Batman put in a shitty Batman movie. Okay, can we agree? It was I a mean, shitty yeah. Batman movie. It was a shitty yeah. Batman movie. Halle Berry could have been the best Catwoman if she was coached and educated yeah. properly on her role, because Selena Kyle. Yeah, she was the look, the feel. Oh my god! Rosaria Dawson, just putting that out there, she should be the Catwoman. Oh. Thank that would be amazing. Uh, yes, just putting that out there. Or re- yeah, because I look love at her Rosario in Sin City Dawson. and tell me that wasn't Catwoman. You I tell me that bitch wasn't her. Catwoman in Sin City. That was Catwoman right there. I, I think I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. I have a. She thing for, was. I have a thing Ros- for Rosario. We're gonna Dawson. get to that because one of the talking points I, I wanted to hit was who's your ideal cast for oh. a Batman film. So oh, we'll, we'll get there. Yes, oh, yeah. we will get there. Um, uh, before you go to the bathroom, first <laughs> off, I have to say that I was once forbade from watching Clerks 2. Oh, uh, Clerks 2 is a masterpiece along with one. I still Different. haven't seen it because I was forbade. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Get no, out. Get no, out. Stop. Out. No, There's the door. I'm That's it. It's off. over, guys. We're done. Off. We're done. Wait, what? Okay, so... So that's just how it ends. I didn't um, go. Oh, no, no. no, I was I was absolutely <laughs> forbade from watching no, Clerks too because Rosario Dawson was in it. Yes, and I love Rosario. Dawson. Well, then you are fucking blue ball I, on yourself, I friend. Really, you am. need to go home right now. Just put it the fuck, put all this right, down, all right, I'm and putting... go home and watch fucking Clerks too. What a great sequel! I, they did it right. I agree. Even with the money, anyway, they did it right. I love. Rosario Dawson as Catwoman. I love that suggestion. I think she would have been. She's a little older now, but I felt like she would have been it. In you know prime. what? You know what? I saw her. I don't think that she matters. She still looks young. So I what's the difference? You exactly. Know? Who gives also, a shit? I don't think that matters. Uh, throw stunt doubles in there and whatever. But yeah. I think what she would bring to the role would be amazing. The sash. She's got the snap, oh. baby. She's got it. I mean, all I'm saying is people who disagree, watch her in all Sin right. City and you tell me that's not Catwoman. The fuck exactly. Sin City? Go watch Iron Fist. True. Oh, the no, most no. True. <laughs> <laughs> no. You, you know what? One and two. First off, I have to invalidate all of Iron 
Mysterio Fist. City. The, the look was as close as we were going to get with that because she I'm had g- the outfits, the body type. I, the I, yeah. And she could prove that she could be in another Frank Miller comic book movie just like Frank Miller made Batman comics. So I'm just. All right. Anyway, Rosario Dawson aside, and never. Never would Rosario Dawson be aside, but <laughs> she's a whole meal. <laughs> <laughs> you heard She'd here, make folks. me go that way. I love her. She's oh. a beautiful, beautiful woman. Okay. All right. All right. All of that has not the main subject. It's gotten steamy in here. All right. And we're outside. And we're That's outside. <laughs> that. But you can't right. see. That's, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So favorite. Batman, favorite Bruce Wayne, Do is it. that what you're asking me? Yeah, and then you pick one that you feel did both the Did best. both well. Yeah. I'm going to go Christian Bale. Oh. I know. I, I just know got gonna super get, dry, man. I'm going to get I your... got super dry. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Weenie, weenie, weenie hut junior Batman for the fucking win, everybody. Christopher Nolan's Batman. Here right. we go. I'm sorry. I meant Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I love it. What, what, what's your problem with Nolan's Batman? My problem with fucking... Let me what fucking tell what, you what my problem Please with tell it me is. because, uh, quite frankly, as somebody... And I am I am going to come clean and say I am only in the cinematic universe okay. in this sense. I enjoyed Bale's complete performance. Pray to me. Yes. You know what? Take that out. Here's what pissed That's me That's fine off. because this they is explained what pissed, it. This wait, is wait, what, wait, wait, no, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I hate him. Hate him. No, I hate him. No, I, I get that you hate him and I get... I get the criticism because I've seen everything that, uh, what was it, College Humor did? Yeah. I've seen all of that. I love those. They're funny. And they are great. <laughs> They're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. But if you were going to put a voice modulator on yourself to help intimidate, that's uh-huh. what it would sound like. Okay. No, and that's, that's and I, I Yeah, but the, he would have just put a fucking voice modulator on because he, he did. has billions of dollars. He did. No. And that's what they came Bruce, up with no. at Wang Tech. No, Ben Affleck's Batman and Alfred put a fucking yeah. voice modulator I, on I it. And they it. even made a joke about it in the so, beginning. Oh, well, so that was in, for fans. In the, comic books, <laughs> in the comic books, Batman's voice has been described as if broken glass could speak. Right. I so always looked at him like sand rubbing I hear against the chalkboard. Yeah, it, it was like, yeah. <laughs> gritty, 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 gritty. It's grittier than gritty and forceful. What, it's grittier than be, what that came out with. It's supposed to be a sound that immediately intimidates. Yes, it's supposed to be a sound that is inhuman. Yeah, right. Bale made me. Bale made it seem Bale like a person. Like he was doing death metal. Yeah, Bale made it seem. <laughs> Bale made That's it why seem. I love it. A what was, that, what was that show on Adult Swim? It was Metal, metal, metal First of all, that's a whole other episode because that's one of my favorite fucking animations of I all time. I'm gonna do Metalopolis. Wait, I love it. wait, wait. I'm eating chips. You remember? You remember when he read Shakespeare? <laughs> oh, the, in the special features. Yes. They oh had him read the complete and works the end, of William like, Shakespeare. He was like, <laughs> yeah, he couldn't speak anymore because he had read for like 20 hours. Don't even get right, me started. Folks, I'm here to read Batman uh, for you. Why you gotta talk to your bandmates like that? Says Pickles. Says my impersonation, terrible impersonation of Pickles. But, yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how I feel about Christian. Bale's I feel Batman. like Christian Bale. You can tell it was someone trying to do yes. that. Versus, Pray to me. Yeah, right. And but then, wouldn't a Batman have to try? 
No, because Batman's tits, and he doesn't have to put that much fucking effort into his fucking voice because right. he's got other right. shit to worry about. Tits could just exist, yeah. and they are awesome. You're I, right. I didn't, here's what I didn't like about no one's Batman. Uh, number one out of a thousand. Number one, oh, the God. costume was fucking corny and whack. Number what? two, Weenie, Weenie Hut Jr., 110-pound Batman. Number three, <laughs> uh, combat was fucking weak. Number four, didn't use his fucking utility belt. Number five, Gotham looked like New York City and watered-down corporate bullshit. That was Nolan trying it's to... It's New York City! No, 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 it's not. Because Batman is based off the architecture from fucking Chicago, not fucking New York. New York inspired the height of the buildings, but Chicago inspired the deco design of the buildings. And, That's and, which why is hysterical. Period. Nolan, All right, I'm going to walk away now. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking Nolan, about. Nolan filmed in Chicago Yawn. to get that... Like really, I got nothing. Yeah. I got, I got, I. Got, you didn't even get got, Chicago from Chicago. No, not at all. <laughs> Fucking not at all. <laughs> I got a regular old city backdrop. I didn't. And to me, Gotham is a massive part of what makes Batman Batman. You got to have the gargoyles. You got to have the lighting. The fucking. We're gonna get film into it. It's chiaroscuro lighting, which is I just want to point out noir. that was also the first time that we saw Joffrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so great! Oh my god, you're right. Before he was a piece of shit. Yeah, right. That guy's before. Quit. Quit, by the way, I just Nolan. It was all about. It's not me that defies the man. It's the mask that defies the man. Shut the fuck up! Oh my god, were you ba- something? Were you Batman? No. But see, you could have believed that because I put I, on some bullshit voice. Like I closed my eyes for a minute because I'm drunk. <laughs> but I heard Batman. I just, I feel like Nolan... Um, Nolan tried to ground. Make it his. He tried to make it his, and I didn't think he did a good he, job. No. He watered it down, and it was... But he, then again, everybody around Batman... Everybody... Uh, yeah, I don't want but Batman Bane in my world. But Bane was awesome. I want him in Gotham, because that's where I want to see Batman. If I wanted Batman in the real fucking world... She looked like she was in a shitty Halloween costume. That shit was whack. Who, Bane Selena was, Kyle? Bane was fucking whack. Catwoman was fucking whack. <laughs> Look at the poster for fucking Dark Knight Rises. And it looks like a shitty... It looks like a shitty Halloween fucking costume contest. With all of them dressed in their matching outfits. It was whack. Hey, that wait, shit wait, was whack, wait. and I don't care who knows it was well, fucking but, whack. But, but Bane was five foot one of awesome. <laughs> he was horrible, and he was. And the fight when Bane is supposed to break the bat—one of the most iconic moments in fucking Batman history. When Batman loses, and, and it was and like can't be here was it. Anymore. Here was. Yeah, and that was well, it. The know, end. Bat the things- Bane beat Batman. That was it. That was the fucking. We waited eighty fucking years to see things- that shit. One no. of the things that I thought was interesting about Batman: <laughs> I love you. The Dark Knight Returns <laughs> was when he's in the prison, and I'm like, this prison's not that fucking bad. Yeah, they're yeah, it's pretty. On. It's nice. They're fucking, you know, like, you know, they're cheering him on for him to climb the fucking wall. Yeah, and it, it was kind of. It just was corporate and lacking. One, one thing I will give Nolan's Batman. Like, okay. end game. The music. Let's talk about Hans Zimmer's soundtrack. Oh, well, it was the Hans whole Zimmer. fucking movie was made by bum, 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 bum. If it weren't for Hans Zimmer with that whack-ass shit, no. it would have been whack. No. The one thing that everybody shitted on <laughs> Shit. It's one of my favorite words, by the way, is shitted. <laughs> was... My favorite is change my diaper. <laughs> No, the one thing that everybody shitted on originally about the Batman okay. uh, was the Joker. 
Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. I have comments Joker. about it. Oh, you have comments because I. I let's okay. talk about the villains. <laughs> let's talk about the villains. We've all decided who the best Batman is, and it's Ben Affleck for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. Okay, but I'm gonna go with it. Oh well, you know you've you've had Christian Bale brainwashed in your head like uh, fucking Jonestown so, because I love know, him. I the, know the prestige. He was great in the Prestige of the Machinist. <laughs> But he was a shitty fucking Batman and a uh, terrible John let's, Connor. Let's there you go. I put it on the fucking table. Oh. Hey, where were the oceans of skulls? Oh. Where were the fucking... That's <laughs> we had one robot Terminator he guy in a that. desert. The end. Terminator. He was doing his part. He was shitty. And he still <laughs> sounded like Batman and he was shitty because he was filming Batman at the same time and it was shitty. I'm John Connor. How about the fact that he did... Batman right after doing the machine. He did. Yeah. And I, I thought that was really I have no beef with Christian Bale. I he's one of my favorites, actually. Really? Yeah. Do people think that because I don't like his Batman that I don't like him? And that's bullshit. I absolutely love Christian Bale and everything he's ever done. Yeah. Except playing Batman. Okay. That's that's it for me. And did it, it, and it wasn't and it, it wasn't so and if you look at an interview, there was an interview with Christian Bale and he says straight up, I did not like how I portrayed Batman. Nice. Straight up, he says, "I didn't. I didn't have the freedom I really wanted to work with in being that character because when you have a big corporate name working yeah, on a film the, like that, you're in a lot of restrictions." Yeah, and I sure. feel like if they had bulked him up about fifty fucking pounds and made him a tank and gave him a good suit and a better premise, that we would have had a better Batman out of him. I think he did work with what the elements gave him. So, so what you're saying is that... He had the potential his, to be a great Batman, his, but he was misguided. His, and I, I didn't like His limitations him. were how many anabolic steroids. <laughs> For me, there's so many different kinds of Batmans and how he's drawn and how he's presented. <laughs> I had to cut my mic on that one. That was because, to me, Batman is a 250-pound tank of fuck you up. And I didn't get that from Christian Bale. I got a dude in a Weenie Hut Jr. leather suit. I love that line that Alfred hits him with. He's like, what the fuck is the point of all those push-ups? <laughs> <laughs> if you can't lift this I will up. say this about Nolan's Batmans. All the characters that surrounded Batman were great. Yep. Harvey Dent was great. Yep. Alfred was cool. Lucy, that all was, of them were that great. Was, that was probably Except the best. Was that Batman. The Kane? Was that the Kane, uh, Michael Michael Kane? Kane, who is a phenomenal. I mean, uh, yeah. I he's mean, been he's, around. And Michael this Caine. Alfred Pennyworth was perfect. And it was what's great about Michael Caine is he most people don't know he he came from a world of theater first. Yes. And then he was groomed for the screen. Yes. And it takes a very special actor to work theater and film. It's not the same. No, you're right. And he you're crossed right. that anything Michael Caine touches is fucking gold. So he I feel like everybody around Christian Bale in, in the Nolan Batman's was good except Batman. That scene with Heath Ledger and Batman in the cell, the interrogation. I scene, agree. I agree. It was yeah, like agree. this amazing gripping monologue yep. from fucking Joker and then Batman opens his mouth and he's like <laughs> it's like jeez thanks for fucking is, up that seven minute amazing fucking well, scene well and that's and that's part of what set uh, Heath Ledger apart yeah is 
And he, he did was his a, own thing. He, no, he was amazing I have in the character, this. and he outshined Batman. He did, 100%. And if you're going to— Even before his death. Yes. Even before his death, yes. he was he was stronger in every scene with Batman. Yeah, and the fact and that— shouldn't have been. They should have been two equally opposing forces of nature, and they weren't. And the, Christian and the fact, Bale's performance was weak, and Heath Ledger's was strong, and, and that's just what it was. And that's I, why he got the Oscar that year. And, and the fact and he that died. he died. also died. drove himself into sleeplessness— Playing that part, he did. He showed like, through. That reminds me of the actor that played the original Nosferatu. Yeah, um, yeah. He, yeah. he he lost his fucking mind playing that yes. role. But to this day, no sound, black and white. That shit's creepy. Yeah, it's it is. scary and it's weird because it's coming from within. Well, whereas Bale, I felt he was he, just on the page. Yeah. But he bring, was just reading his fucking lines. It I didn't feel like up, Batman. I bring that up to mention something because one of the things that I think a lot of people have forgotten with the Heath Ledger um, Joker mm-hmm. is that when they first announced that Heath Ledger was going to play the Joker, everybody and their fucking mom lost their mind. Yeah. Because yeah. they were like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. It's That's Heath right. Ledger. How, how can you ever? Brokeback Mountain? Yeah. Fucking play. How can you Joker? ever? Oh, how can phenomenal. you ever? Say that an actor, you know what? And I'll I'll go back to because when I we improperly know the characters I, before they even play them. So I we know what they should be. I I agree, but I improperly said that Hugh Jackman couldn't be Wolverine. That's right. And look at that. And it was awesome. He was perfect for the He role. was amazing. What and I, Iron Man? I said Iron Man with I fucking, said no. He's uh, too tall. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Well, Tall Robert Downey Jr. Shit was when you got Iron cameras. Man. The whole their whole art is to make things appear what they're not. Right, so it's not and a, a good problem. director and a and a great actor. What a loss we would have had to not cast him based on his fucking height. Yep. What a loss cinema would have had. How about it? How about it? How about <laughs> it? So so we can all agree that Heath Ledger was a phenomenal Joker. I will say that he was not a conventional Joker, meaning he did not operate in the parameters that was. Batman. But, However, no, it's he not did the it character so, that Bob he, Kane wrote. No. Right. But he did it so well that you bought that it. we gave him a free pass. Yep. You get yeah. what I'm saying? You so, could have so took the makeup. You could take, be better in the role. I'll get there. We're getting there. Get I will there. say get there this. Now. We're if talking. you take off Heath Ledger's makeup in that movie, he's any other villain. Yeah. But he owned he it. He wore in the a, mask. Like I said, he's one of those rare exceptions where we yep. give him that pass of freedom yep. to be the Joker he wanted to be because yes. we needed it. See, the movie should have been called not The Joker. Yes. Because that's what the movie really was yep. for me. It was not Christian Bale as Batman. It was Joker, and it was Harvey Dent, and it was fucking Scarecrow. And, and, they and all Lucius seen, Fox. Yeah, and they why, all, and, why and the Alfred. Did Morgan Freeman steal... I, I, Every only, scene. Morgan Freeman was so great, but the only problem with Morgan is we only see Morgan Freeman, and that sucks. Like it's like yeah, when it's, it's like when they casted Lucius Achilles, God. they casted Brad Pitt as Achilles in Troy. Yes, I didn't see Achilles; I saw fucking Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Okay, so there's some things were done right, and some things weren't done right. Now go back and watch Brad Pitt in California. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh I my! Did, no, that's with David the company. Oh yeah, that's what it. Like, Dude, wait, the movie? Yeah, yeah. Never saw. Oh, watch it. It's out of well, my realm. I haven't seen. I can't really talk about. Really good. Oh man, it's really good. He, I will take your advice. He is. He he embodies white trash to the point where <laughs> <laughs> no, where like where where you lamp. think. Where you think, oh my God, he grew up broke. You know who else wow. does that? Um, like in a trailer. Um, um, That's the only Keanu thing. Keanu Reeves. Love yeah. Him. Keanu Reeves. Point Break. No, not Point Break. Oh. 
there's a there's a movie. I can't remember what what it is off the top of my head, but there's, there's a movie where Keanu Reeves plays Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. No, it's the not. Watcher. No, it, the Matrix. A, no, I love the Matrix. God my damn God, y'all. That was the second topic docket for Keanu. Keanu Reeves plays this white trash trailer park boy in uh, where he's talking about like beating his wife up with a bat. Why do I not know? No, but it was it was frightening coming from Keanu Reeves. Yeah, because he's such a soft soul. Yeah, he's such a gentle man. Yeah, like okay, so obviously there there are these characters. I'm about to become John Wick. Oh man, a whole other topic. My uh, goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so let's talk Batman villains. Yeah. Uh, Heath Ledger, obviously. Um, he gets a free pass for being different. We're gonna let him. <laughs> I thought we're you were gonna, gonna say let, dead. We're gonna let him. <laughs> oh, that sucking. I thought oh, you were gonna say God. dead too soon. The ghost of Heath Ledger is gonna fucking haunt my me now. God, that's. Oh. God, five. He died playing years. a hell of a role, though. My God. Oh, he plays the hell heart. out of it. He really made that shit work for me. That was the best. I could watch those movies. I could watch and and go to Heath Ledger and be like, "This is worth it." That part when he's on the road, he's like, "Come on, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me." That is so Joker. He did it in a way we didn't expect, but it worked. Hit me, I want you to hit me. Do it, do it, do it. That was just the the improv he did when he blew up the building. That was fucking hysterical. That was great. I still piss my pants laughing at that. When Harvey Dent points the gun at him, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna flip this coin." Yep. He's like, all right, now we're talking. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. He gets oh, excited. Chaos excites the Joker. Yes. And, and structure like, excites Batman. That's he- where you get it. Heads, you win. <laughs> That's where you get it. Oh, my God. Heads, structure. you walk out of here. Structure. Today, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. He's like, now we're talking. All right. Yeah. All right. We flip that coin, baby. I love it. And the licking of the lips were, these are all method acting techniques yes. he's developed very personally for Joker, and he made it one of a kind. That's why yep. we give him a free pass in that universe. Because, because he lived yes, in he's the, not the typical Joker, but the way he executed the role he lived was in something the iconic. Yes. It was something that changed the fucking game. And that's why yes. we're like, we give him that pass. Because he brought something special to the role that we hadn't seen before. Something deeper. That we couldn't yeah. grasp, but we knew it was there. And that that's why he... But like I said, you take the makeup and the suit off, you put him in any other horror movie, uh, any yeah. other angry um, well, action movie, well, and he's any other... He's another Hans Gruber. Well, hold on, hold on, hold you on. Know, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he, he worked it so well but that it isn't, was... isn't that why the Joker wears that makeup? It's a mask. Nobody knows why Joker wears he, his makeup. He wears it as a well, mask. No, because and that's com- my own opinion. That's in not maybe books, his motivation. That's his skin. In the comics, yeah. his skin is bleached white. And it's is, part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 there's part so many, of the presentation. Again, there we go, all the origins. If you're gonna, if there's you're so gonna, so many reasons he has the white face in the. Paint. Well, take the origin out of it. Yeah. When he walks in as the character, however he came to it, he's coming in. By the and way, he's presenting this far. character, and Ramon's just going to run me over right now. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying that when he presents the Joker, which yeah. is somebody presenting the Joker, right? And it's an act, and it's it's chlamydia. It's 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 mask work. I will say, yeah, and and. That's the Whether, part of Joker, actually. Right. Correct. Is that you don't know what's under the mask. Right. It's and just that's the mask. And, that's and he has get. worked years to get to that level. Yeah. 
and whether whatever his backstory winds up being, right. and we'll never know, he is presenting the Joker for the audience right. that he's about to murder. Isn't that special? The, yeah. That introduction of the Joker where he's like, oh, <laughs> I'm the Joker. He's like, oh, wait, let me show you a magic trick. And he puts the pencil down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and oh, smashes my his kid. fucking God. God. I feel like he's Joker definitely goes with the failed comedian uh, origin. <laughs> you know, like he was he's the comedian, Cook. magic guy, and he was corny and weird and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because we have so many origins of Joker. That's that. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Okay, which brings us to Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. That's right. I said Dane Cook. That's I think Willem that... Dafoe needs to be the next Joker, but no, that's no, no, my God. No, 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 no. That smile. No, oh. no. He is creepy and uh-uh. fucking weird. Oh, uh-uh. listen, we're going to fight right now. Put nope. down the mic. I'm going to. We're about I, to fight in the street. That's with fine, and but chains. let me make it's my happening. point first, and then we can come to fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's, He's like, have you ever been fluffy? Yeah. <laughs> Why so fluffy? I can't. This is fucking stupid. No. I, hate all, I hate all of this. He can't. He can't be. Uh, he can't be the Joker because he's a one-trick pony. Bullshit. Uh, no, no. Bullshit. That's fine. Bullshit. But that's fine. I. I How agree. many films have you seen with Willem? Okay. Okay, like, <laughs> like like twenty. But okay. here's the deal: he commits to one aspect of the character. Yeah, paint his face white, and he's on point. It's yeah. done. Done. Right. Deal with me. Right. I'm sorry. He but we painted his phone. face yeah. green, and he was the best hobgoblin. And I nah, get that. Yeah, he was all right. I yeah. still see that twisted smile, that weird physique, that odd okay. way of acting. What I'm saying is good. that Willem Dafoe latches on to one aspect, and with all comic book movies. Uh, Marvel, DC, all of them, they're looking for more complex characters. And Willem Dafoe is great in whatever he does as long as it's not too nuanced. I'm, are you gonna, disagree. Are you gonna, are you gonna fight me now? <laughs> disagree. That, that's fine. That's fine. Disagree. That's William my Defoe, take. That's William, my take. William Defoe would have been. A, I respect. I, I think he would have been a, a phenomenal Joker. Thank you. Yeah. I I think so too. I think in his prime he would have been right on. There's a short film he did. I think phenomenal is. There's a, a there's a short film he did. You can look it up on YouTube called Teeth, and oh, yeah. Yeah. it's just him. There's nothing else. There's no rigatarack. There's no yep. fancy nothing. It's just him talking about his teeth and the licking and the sounds and the weird. He's not afraid to be right fucking here. Yep. And that to me is that's Joker, hundred percent. He could switch that flip right, flip that switch right the fuck off and be Joker. To right, me. but you can't no. have Joker in an ensemble cast. And make that work. He's in my case, is Joker. Okay. Sorry, I'm yawning while talking. No, go for it. But to me, it's he's, late. He's, in my, <laughs> he's in my ideal cast uh, as far as like having fun. But so, what do we? All right, who's your best Nick. scarecrow? Oh. Ooh. Well, I mean, how many did we really get in the we cinematic got, universe? You know no, I who like would you cast? Killian Murphy. Who would you cast? I liked Murphy, him. I, I, I liked him. He nailed it. I thought he did I a great job. He did job. a great job as uh, as. 
Ichabod Crate. I would cast as scary <laughs> Ichabod Crate. I can't, I can't remember his name. I would cast the, the actor. The guy from, uh, from uh, Headless Horseman. Do you know who I would really genuinely cast? And I don't know the actor's name, but he played Warsarch in Watchmen. Oh, yes. The redhead. Yeah. Um, okay. Because Scarecrow okay. is described as the ginger redhead yep. scientist. And yep. I thought Warsarch was one of the most unappreciated acting jobs ever in a comic book movie. So yeah. I would like he to see him Freddy play him. He was the Cougar remake. Yeah. yeah. I would love to see him cast as Scarecrow because he's very authentic. He's gingered. He's, I don't know if he really is. but I would he's like He's got to. that look. He's real pale. He's washed out. He's kind of meek, but he's strong. I, I would like to see him play Scarecrow. I think he would nail it. I would like to see Ed Sheeran. <laughs> you know who I thought? Thank you for laughing. I'm in love with the fears of you. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know who I thought would have made it? Thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. My pleasure. You know who I thought would have made an excellent penguin? Especially Ooh. in the Nolan verse. Who? Besides Danny DeVito? Uh, yeah, which was pretty uh, scary. Yeah. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> that was pretty no, gross. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was gross. He was in Capote. Uh, he passed away. He died. Yes, the actor died. Uh, all right, uh, I got to look it up. Uh, uh, jo- uh, John, uh, no, no. John uh, Seymour. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman, yes. I thought Philip Seymour Hoffman he would have been, been a really good penguin. That would have been phenomenal penguin. That yes. would have been really cool. Especially I would have really liked to see that. If, especially if you oh, he would have played up whatever you asked him to. Especially if you played up the, the, the arms dealer. Yeah. Like the penguin who is like the weapons dealer. He's the cache. He's the guy that you go to to exchange your weapons and money. Allow me to show you these weapons. Penguin is Cobblepot is three things. He's that tone with penguin. (laughs) He'd respect it. He'd respect it. No, 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 no. I I would see that as the penguin. Like, oh, please allow me to show you these weapons. There's two penguins. As, as, There's exactly. two penguins because in the Batman world. There's the aristocratic penguin. Exactly. And like, then oh, there's the... Deformed the one sort of creature. Then the one where the he's smoking a cigarette off of that, whatever that cigar. extended thing is. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, yes, these are my guns. That's the original portrayal of Penguin is done like that. He's aristocratic, refined, um, loves collectibles. The and, more and modern penguin you we have know... your fucking money, he's like, all right, put the cigarette out. Yeah. Like, okay, what do you mean? You I will money. say my favorite cobble pot has to be Arkham's cobble pots. Yeah, okay. I love it with the glass bottle as his eye. Oh. He's short and fat, which is keeping with the tradition. Yeah. But instead of the aristocrat, they went with the Cockney accent, where he's real streetwise, but he's British. So Did you, ever, it's, you ever watch Firefly? Yes. The the dude with the Cockney accent that yes. was like like the aristocrat underground guy. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't cast him as Penguin, right. but I would take that sentiment. And kind and, of build on it. And build off yeah. of that to make him cartoonish. I could see that. To, see, to that's make that the work. thing, too. How many directions can you go in oh, yeah. with each of the characters? I We all have, like, our models of what we like, and I prefer the Cockney, roughneck Penguin over the aristocratic one. Yeah. I felt the uh, uh, I love all you need to do to be cool with Cobblepot is bring him a really nice artifact, bring him some money, and tell him you got guns, and he's on your side. So, how do we feel about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze? <laughs> Honestly, I I thought there was potential with it. I again misguided, not directed well. He has that ability to be monotone and domineering. Freeze is one of my favorite 
favorite Batman characters. And I won't even call him a villain because to me he's not one. He's a he's a misguided another Bruce Wayne, a genius, wonderful in his field. Um, driven by grief and loss in a different way than Batman. That's why Bruce respects him so much, and he's a little easier on Freeze than he is the other ones. That's one of my favorite animated series episodes. Oh, is him at the episode. end of Arkham Asylum in that with that window and Batman. It was that made me cry. I think Freeze is one of my favorites. I would love to see some attention given to him because he's so. He's just such a deep, special character that I think Bruce respects him a lot because of the loss. And he gets the grief that fuels him. And he always, even in the Arkham series, Batman tells him, he's like, you could be so much more if you let go of this grief. And Freeze is like, well, fucking so can you. And, like, that's, like, the fun part about Freeze and Batman. But they both are born from very deep loss and grief and, and regret. So I'd love to see something be done with Freeze. But Schwarzenegger... He he had the voice, he had the body, he had the the scary kind of towering features about him. But again, they put him in a whack kind of weird, yeah. Movie, I don't know. He's weird. <laughs> yeah. By that point, they were. Tr- I, yeah. I, I don't know if they were trying to do a movie or a. Uh, uh, uh. So they were, Batman they were and Robin torn. felt like it was a cartoon. Yes. They went more with like the ad, this kind of like they were trying to do colorful. West yeah. Batman. Yeah, but they fucked up with nipples. That's, that's where it went. That's where they went wrong. Yeah, it was in the nipples. Let's just get real. So, like, if I were casting, okay, um, Mister Freeze. Wow, that's that's such a it's a tough one. I would get someone European, definitely. I agree. I agree. I think, man, I'm really thinking about that Freeze, man. Hmm. Boy, someone Ukrainian or or you know like. <gasps> I have a very weird suggestion. Okay. All right, bear with me. Go for it. Maybe not now, but I'm thinking 10 years from now. Oh, I'm afraid to say it. Oh, why? Don't be I afraid. I don't know. Come on. Zachary Quinto. Ooh. Ooh. Zachary Quinto. He's got that mono voice, the structure in the face. He's got the ability to really, he's a really good actor. Shave his head. Yeah. 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 Put him in, the, I mean, as Spock, he blew us away. So imagine him being given the role of Freeze. I think he'd do great. I think he could do that today. Shit. Yeah. I mean, makeup and, and film could do anything. So I wouldn't put it past him that Freeze would be a great. Zachary Quinto would be a lot of fun to be Freeze. I would love to see that, actually. That was a good one. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Zachary Quinto play Freeze. I think that would be really neat. I love him, period. So um, that would be really fun. And then you already know my Catwoman is Rosario Dawson. Um Joker's Willem Dafoe. I'm going to just put that right there. It's not changing because okay. I'd okay. love to just see it. Yeah. You know? So how do you feel about Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? I'm in love. I'm yeah? enamored. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, from the previous I'm, I'm warm from the toes to the head. I am I ecstatic. Wanna, I, like I said, I want to enjoy it. And, I, and I, as a character I'm afraid piece, they're going to fuck the story up and ruin it for him because he looks great. And then I feel like what are they going to – how are they going to slaughter I, him? I think that entire script just – and this is just based off of the power of the the uh, trailer. Preview, but you, the know trailer. What? you know what? DC's I, trailers yeah. always look fucking phenomenal. They do. They do. They do. But you know what? But the difference is this film is not like the other comic book films in the sense that it is not a big budget buster. 
It is. It has to focus on character development and acting because it has no right. choice. That's, when you that's take, why I'm. I'm. When you I'm take so in the budget it. away, it 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 makes for a more compounding story because they have the acting and the story have to be top if you're going to take all the money out of it. Right. And that's kind of what I like about this. And like I said before, Joker has a billion origins, so who fucking cares what his origin is in this movie? I actually it like the idea. It could be fake, idea. it could be real, who cares? We can get away with it because Joker has many origins, so it's fun to just see what this one will be. I actually like the idea of casting a different actor yeah. to take a different take on Joker. Okay. And then do a different origin story, mm-hmm. like ten of them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they could do it a hundred different ways and then and then be like and let, you pick whichever yeah. one informs. Let them you. get to the end of this film and be like, just kidding. Yeah. Basically. It could be him in a fucking insane asylum telling Harley Quinn this story. Yeah. We don't fucking know. Yeah. I I don't know if there is Awesome as how we are with how we wish the stories oh, would yeah. be. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I've already no, said. No, I see things like that, like the potential there. Like, everyone's like, but Joker doesn't have an origin. Okay, I'll give you that. But he has many origins because right. he tells everybody a different story. So right. who gives a shit what this origin so is? Film, it means nothing. Film all of them, put powerhouse actors in right. as every single one. I would love to see Al Pacino's uh, Joker. Oh my god. <laughs> Here's another. That's funny you raised that example because Al Pacino is another example. Uh, when I went to film school, we talked about this a lot with Al Pacino. He started out as a theater actor. Yeah. Which is why he's so he's big. Project- he's big yep. and his expressions are not and he gets away with it because he's so powerful on film. And he's Al Pacino. Normally, when you go, Michael Caine has released many acting instructional videos, which you might not know, which is funny. Again, linking in the Batman world about going from theater acting to film acting. But Al Pacino is the one person they let him act like he's on stage. Yes. Not like he's in a movie. Yeah. Watch his performance in Devil's Advocate with fucking Keanu I Reeves. Fucking I know that whole that scene movie. line for fucking line. That was, that was the one Worship where... that never. Well, that, okay. that was what that was the one where everyone went Perfect example. Oh, Al Pacino's done with playing humans. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> I would love to see an Al Pacino Joker. How fun would that be? That would I mean, be that great. Would be fucking cool as that would shit. Be great. Now all we need is Joe Pesci as fucking <laughs> as fucking penguin and we got it sold. Maybe we'll get Ray Liotta as fucking I don't know. <laughs> get a whole as, good as black man. <laughs> as black man. <laughs> we'll get a whole fucking thing together. All right. Which I think brings us to the the updated info that we were kind of here we happy. go it's we're, coming we kind of happy that we got delayed because yes because we got, got the news we yes. got the news yes all that news I know about lead us in all right so uh, Twilight actor uh, why do you have this it's already like I'm walking away What's I'm on, Robert Patterson Robert Patterson Patterson, Patterson, Patterson has been <laughs> cast as the Batman that's it in, it's it, official. Can I can it's I can I say happening. right now that I'm really disappointed that they never gave David Duchovny the chance? Oh my god, are we oh really having god. this conversation? David Duchovny as Batman? Yeah, can he you was, imagine him? Like, he was there. I want to believe. He was there. Really? Come on, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ, crickets. Really? I'm sorry. I, that took me a second, and that shouldn't have taken me a second. That was really smart. No, he um. He was cast. 
He was. He was. He was cast as Batman before Christian Bale. Oh my God! Thank God, Christian. You know what happened? I hate to say that. You know what he said in an interview that that happened that he didn't get the part. What? He was cast. He was done. It was. It was basically ready to go. And they and they go. We just want to see you in the in the costume. Yeah. And it didn't work. It didn't work because his nose was too big for the cowl. And they couldn't make it work. Oh, and they went, there that's not going to look. some other reason, too. That this was fucking movie magic. That's what, I, that's what I heard. Or it's just David fucking Duchovny should not be playing Batman. How or or Californication should yeah. not be playing. Yeah. Go yes. back to the X-Files. Which that would have been interesting, though. It, interesting I think he would have brought good. a different take. Yeah, interesting maybe it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean good. good. But it does Fair. mean interesting. I'll yeah. give you that. All right, so Robert Patterson has been cast as uh, Batman. The new Batman. Uh, what so else has he been people, in? Twilight is the thing that everybody remembers him from. But one of the things I feel like is important to point out is mm-hmm. that he hates Twilight he just hates as it. much I'm not as sit everybody here else hates Twilight. When I first heard the news, first of all, nine billion people fucking inboxed me, okay? Because they yeah. were like, Jess, you're going to shit your pants. Fucking Twilight you, you vampire. You texted me guy. that morning. I did. I and was, I was like, like, listen, what the fuck? I was like, holy shit. Thank God we got delayed. Now we can talk about it. Because I heard it and I immediately mourned. I grieved. I was sad. I didn't want to leave my house. I was upset about it. Now, a young buck that works here, shout out to Noah, uh, that works here at Pop In, he's a young kid, and he told me, he said, listen, I've seen about 10 other movies he's been in. And his acting range is actually very phenomenal, and he's really good, and he's competent. Does that mean he'll be Batman? I don't know. Well, would would because we have such a we all in this room in this yeah. discussion. Even though we all love Batman, we still all have a different vision of what we feel like he should be. Even though we all love him, so I don't want the guy to fail. I don't want him to fail. I want a great fucking Batman. And this movie might reinvent him. We don't know. Yeah. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to do I'm going to oppose my natural nature and I'm going to say let's root that he's going to do a great job. Now I have a couple films on the list with him that apparently have really proven how capable he is and I'm going to watch those. But because I haven't watched them yet, I still stand in I speculation have seen him like in you guys do. Other than uh, Twilight, and he was actually pretty good. Yeah. So, and a lot of actors get started in weird, shitty and, movies, and, and, and they to, end up being phenomenal. I have so to give it to him because he's we like, thought that about Ben Affleck, and I love Ben Affleck. As he was reading Twilight, he was like, well, "Yeah, I this didn't. is garbage." Yeah. <laughs> I tried reading them, and I was how like, much wow. money? Okay. Yeah, exactly. The movies were Twilight like was his unbearable. Cash Twilight oh, was oh, yeah. oh, you need me to sparkle for how much? <laughs> I'm never going to blame an actor for taking a role in the beginning of their career to make their money. I mean, come on. How many movies have we seen where actors start out? We can't believe where they ended up. Yeah, so exactly. I'm not going to hold that against Who him. Who the hell thought Jason Bateman was going to become like America's sweetheart? How about again? Robert Downey fucking Jr. as Iron Man? Yeah. Okay. We didn't see that coming. Heath and it Ledger blew us away. as the Joker. As we can't. I can't. Sit here and knock the kid without seeing his other bodies of work. I Tom to Cruise say, in Legend. Silence? That's the sound of thinking. Will Smith I like, a genie. Hey, hey Will Smith can I say, let me say this right the fuck now. 
I fucking love it. And I don't give a no. shit. Will Smith could be like, I'm going to Mars. And I'm like, you do it, Will Smith. I love you. I'm no, amazing, great. That was Matt heart. Damon. But see, Will Smith. <laughs> what a fun movie that was. Will Smith Will is, Smith is the Joker. Oh, Will my God. Smith, Will Smith, I think, is going to... Deadshot. He's good. Yeah, that was rough. That was he's a rough. Done. That he's was done. Rough. He, he backed out of the... I still yeah. think... I still think... Smart choice, Will. Genie-wise. Keep get jiggy with We it. got the same kind of guy. We got a goofy, fun-hearted, loving individual with a good soul well, playing Will genie. Smith is, that's Will, exact... That's all he real. Will Smith... <laughs> Will Smith is fighting against Robin Williams' ghost. Okay? Yes. And that's not just yes. like Heath Ledger was fighting against Jack Nicholson and everybody else. <laughs> Jack Nicholson isn't dead. Jack Nicholson, but, you know, it still was the ghost of his character past, okay? We should make a whole episode, the ghosts of characters past, and we should have them all visit. Because <laughs> people said there's going to be no better Joker than Jack Nicholson. And now Heath Ledger came out, and they were like, oh, God, jizz on my face, Heath Ledger, please. <laughs> so I don't want to hear that. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear it. So I love Will Smith as the genie. What do you want to do? Puppet Rob Williams back from the grave? Like, you can't. He's not coming back. He's not here anymore. I'm into it. Let's see what CGI he is amazing these yeah, days. They could do it. Let's see what he does, you know? Uh, kind of like Trailer Park Boys, how they brought Jim Leahy back yeah, in the animated yeah, series. How about it? That's a whole yeah. other thing. Interesting. So- about so we're going to give mm-hmm. Robert Patterson a break. Yes, I'm going to do that. I'm going to give him a we'll and, see and, how it goes what? card. What are, what are the things that I liked about? He needs to gain about 50 pounds, though. Yeah, I'm going to just no, no. I'm gonna straight he, up really? say, yes. He Aren't you to, sick of these Weenie Hut Jr. Batmans? He Aren't you, are you ready? He needs but fucking steak. Steak for the next and six fucking months. eggs. Permanently. He needs to drink fucking eggs. He needs to do a thousand push-ups a day. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and just yeah no I could I could I'll give Robert I Patterson like a big I like a big Batman I'm not one of those people that's like, <laughs> like oh my god like, you're like a big Batman I wait, like wait, a wait. big quote, meaty Batman to quote my friend Randy I thought he uh, Randy? Randy Randy had the best quote on Facebook okay uh, he was like oh I want to give a shout out to all the people that traveled to the fucking future and saw that Robert Patterson was a garbage Batman. <laughs> 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 We can't, we can't know. And then I'm not a person that's going to sit here and pretend to tell you my projection of it because I have not explored his body of work enough. So how can I? Or I, or I see his Twilight, and that's not fair because the guy has apparently a pretty good rap sheet yeah. in, in 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 the department of acting, and his range is pretty Hell, good. If, are, if are you Harry wearing... Potter could be Wolverine? How about it? You guys ever want to do an episode? You guys, I I have this fun game I play with my friends called Terrible Casting. Where we cast, we just talk about the worst casting but funniest casting options for people, like Christopher Walken as like Batman, I or thought, like. <laughs> so, so I can't believe my parents died. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, what I'm saying. So, so Nick makes fun of me because I thought that Christopher Walken would have made a great Magneto. Oh, that would have been dope. Because he's eccentric. Because <laughs> hey. he's eccentric. No, hey. I can fucking dig that. Hey. I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> look at oh, the magnets. I can't do it. I can't. Hey, my look, husband, I'm pulling a gate. My husband does a great Christopher Walken. That's I, good I because should, I don't. He does a fucking amazing one. I should call so, him. <laughs> so we're going to give Robert Patterson a pass. We're going to see how it goes. Uh, uh, Maybe we'll watch goes. a few things what he's done. Things, what who, things, wait, who's, who's the villain? 
Have they announced? They haven't announced the villain yet. Uh, who would it be? Who would it be? I think this is an experiment. The Joaquin Phoenix Joker with the no. New Age Batman. I want to see Freeze. I told you that. I love okay. Freeze, and I want to okay. see him. Okay, so I heard a good Freeze the uh, other day. Really? Who? Yes. On the radio, I heard a good Freeze, and I'm not thinking of it right now. So who would you cast as uh, we Freeze? Talked about oh, we that. just talked about that. Yeah. I would cast, Oh, I was peeing. I went out, on a, I went out and I, I reached out the old boy branch, and I said Zachary Quinto. No, that's right. Yes. I yeah. said Zachary Quinto. I think with the right... I Coaching, think he would be monotone enough. I think. Be... I think if they if they do the thing they did to um, um, well, Sam Jackson when he was in uh, Captain Marvel, I think they could reprise uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I we were talking about that. I didn't hate him as Freeze. No, I did. He uh, just needed a better film to work in. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that's all they can only. Or, work, well, they went know. for camp. They how went about, for camp. How about how about we okay. do because supposedly. What are the reasons they went with Robert Patterson? And Robert Patterson, by the way, is 33 years old. Uh, it's a Christian good age. Bale, it's Christian, a good age. Christian Bale was 31 when yeah. he was cast as Batman. I think it's a good age range to go. Um, I don't know what the new Batman's going to hold, though. We could talk about well, his young goal, life. What does that do to the Justice supposedly League? Supposedly, the, I don't know, but I love the Justice League the way they were. Yeah. I thought they were pretty solid with Ben Affleck and, eh. and everybody. Eh. I mean, I mean... As I, a supporting I, actor, I'm okay with Ben Affleck. This is what I appreciated role, in Justice League the movie: is they're all flying around, and then like Ben Affleck's Batman pulls up in the car out of breath because he doesn't have fucking. That's very animated uh, Justice League humor that nobody really was picking up on in that movie. That was funny. Like everybody, that scene with like Superman and he's out of control, and they're all trying to stop him, and then Batman's like. <sighs> I got here. Oh, my God. Because he's the only one that fucking, he's a person, so he has to either fly or fucking drive there. And, and he shows up late, and I was like, you know, that attention to detail gives me a thumbs up for them. I think with a rushed cinematic uh, universe, they, they had not fun. the words that I would use to describe Justice League. I would say in any with, way, shape, or form. I would say in relation <laughs> Justice to. League, Justice League, in my mind, is possibly. The word. Oh, I, boy. I think Batman and Robin is a better fucking Ooh, movie. That's really hard, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. hard. That's tough. That's not hard. Batman that's and tough. Robin. You know why? Totally, Batman and Robin is a better fucking movie than Justice League. That's tough. Because Justice League. Nah, I ain't on that If you train. watch the first 10 minutes of Justice League, Justice League can't make up its mind what fucking movie it wants to be. True. But that's not the fucking character's fault. I think the characters no, playing no, no, their no, no. own it's self not. did a good job. Absolutely. I think the characters. The way they interacted, fuck the script, fuck the story, fuck the fucking whatever was going on. Just what you see. Just the fucking, the group of them interacting together was animated Justice League all the way. The jokes were there, the way they interacted with each other, and even the whole Batman's not a superhero, here he comes late late to the scene. They didn't have to fucking include that shit, but they did, and it was, it was they tried, we, all right? They, they worked tried with, really they worked, hard. They molded a pile of steaming shit into an Adonis <laughs> as best. <laughs> they could, and I respect them for trying. And, and I know, I noticed the little things. That's all. Okay, I'll give you that. You know, it's still a steepy pile of shit. It is, but so was fucking Superman versus Batman. But Ben Affleck was tits. So here we go. We're back at where no. we started. If we can give the that exception for to that, we get a circle. So Lex Luthor was terrible. I think he should be murdered. Well, I because was that was Luther too. Trash. That wasn't Luther. Trash. 
That wasn't Lex Luthor. That was tropey, cliche, crappy fucking villain. He didn't even belong in the fucking movie. Also, yeah. Also, also, also. Why haven't they given that role to a woman yet? Ooh, because because we're sexist. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I still don't want to replace my own tire on my car. So you know, I can't claim to be full progressive. I'm not. I'm not going to claim to be full progressive. So, I'm not changing no tires. Robert Patterson's Batman <laughs> is supposed to be year one. Yeah. That's that's the direction. That was the goal for year Nolan's one? first year Bat- one, Batman. Well, wait, first why don't Batman. they give it to the, the little kid that fucking just went through the whole series of uh, Gotham? Gotham? Oh, God. Oh, God. What an abortion. You like that shit. Oh, whoa. Ugh. Whoa. That's right. <laughs> it's illegal and Alabama, in Alabama now, too. And, and Mi- Mississippi. Or, yeah. no, not Alabama. 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 So, so <laughs> supposedly it's year one, and they're going to be focusing on the first year of Batman's career. Yep. And defining him as the Batman. Uh, but is he going to stay Batman? Or are we going to lose him in one movie and then another fucking Batman? Well, it's DC. I think so Batman should be like become Green Lantern. Batman should be like James Bond. No, we should just Robert have Pat- new Batman. What we don't know is that Robert Patterson is uh, he's going to do Batman, and then they're going to end up casting him as Wolverine because oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel will steal him. No, I don't know. I. There you go. She fucking that knows. would be Say great. That again. Oh, I'm sorry. They should do Robert Patterson as Batman. Beyond. Thank you, Voice Me. from Beyond. The conversation. <laughs> the gallery. I could see. I could see him as Nightwing. Nightwing Robert would Patterson be good. Be, Robert yeah. Pattinson would be a great Nightwing. He'd so be they, perfect. If so they give, so they give Ben Affleck like a cameo, like I can't do it anymore. Oh, I fucking grieve him. And then, and then he just goes, "Do what it, with it, what you will." Yeah. And he goes back up to the mansion, and he goes, "Well, I'm redesigning this shit." Yeah. And then fixes the. The thing to be like Batman Beyond. I loved Batman I, Beyond. I love Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. That would be great. Season one was amazing. Oh it was so cool. I would love to it see it. It was that. in the vein of the uh the animated series for for Batman. Yeah, uh, it was. No, 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 totally. Which was amazing in the first few seasons. It was I am fucking awesome. pee. I'll be back. All right. Okay. I'll be back. Go ahead. <laughs> uh I, I think I think we lost our expert. We lost our expert. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! No, you're fine. No, you're you're fine. fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, I think if we did year one Batman, who would you cast as the villain? Year one Batman yeah. villain. Yeah. So you got a starter villain, yeah. right? Somebody you can take realistically, but is still a challenge. Yeah. I don't know. Doc Ock. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong series. Uh, oh right. Uh, uh, no, I would. I would have him go after gangs. Um, the mafia. Yeah. Uh, what was the uh, mafia kingpin he took down? Um, oh, be so bitty. Uh, so but yeah, no, I would have him go after literally. Like I would Luke Cage him in a in a straight origin story. Year one, Batman, I'm back from my training, and I'm going to take on a, a street-level villain. I would I would go Mafia. Yep. 
So that, like, uh, so do you think the pigwood would be too strong a choice? Yeah, I would if I was being realistic with it. Well, no, but if we're talking about the pigwood who's an arms dealer. Right, and you're trying to crack his ring, I guess, but what you lose is Batman realizing that he's able to take out an army. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because... That sort of payoff, that Luke Cage kind of fight in the hallway payoff, where he can also realize his own power, I think would be essential to his uh, his ability to uh, really command the street level. Jess is back. Yay! What's up? I've vamped enough. We're talking about... uh, Year I didn't know one. we were talking about Metal Gear Solid 2, but okay. You're what, Batman, the villain? Who's, who's Who do you own? cast? Or, or, or which villain and, do you... And I'll tell the you rogues that... rogues gallery. That's I'll, hard. I'll, t- I'll tell you, I went just straight mafia. Okay. Like, you get... You, you know, they have hundreds of guys. I think I would keep it that realm. I think I would go street gangs of Gotham are starting to congeal into their pockets. Right. Like it was in year one, and, and then he's and kind give of him a fighting. He's fighting an thing. unseen, yeah. uh, watered down population at that point. Because yeah. in the beginning, that's how it works. He's just fighting bad guys. He doesn't know. He's, he's not fighting street level any. guys. He's yeah. fighting goons and mafia. Men. As he sees muggings, he's attacking. Yeah, them. and there's a great comic book that came out. I forget what year it was, but it's called The Nobody. It's one of my absolute favorite Batman comics. It's about this homeless man that discovers the identity of Batman is Bruce Wayne and the mafia or someone finds him and beats out of him the identity uh-huh. and that they try to sell the identity on the black market if you will to the gangsters yep. Yep. in Gotham yep. and I think it was Joker who bought it so nobody yeah. would know nice. or something like that I, he doesn't don't, want don't quote me on that. that and yell at me because I have to reread the comic but it was like something along those lines so oh my god, I am comments. 100% in agreement yeah I know I know oh my god I'm gonna get fucking attacked and you're like who's that dumb bitch you know what you're talking about stupid bitch <laughs> yeah, and, and because we're on Apple right now, we have like a million <laughs> listeners. Are you serious? No. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god, that's great. No, I would go with the gang members because at the time Gotham's crime syndicate was building itself yeah, up too. Just right. like that's exactly. the thing. Everything was happening parallel to him. So do you well, introduce it, like a Harvey Dead? I no, 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 no. Because he didn't Bruce didn't fucks with him until he got cool with the with the police force. Yeah. And so he was starting yes. to build a relationship yes. with Gordon and shit. It, then he pushed Bruce pushed him Harvey Dent as Bruce Wayne and funded his campaign to become DA. Yeah. That's, that's textbook. You're right. You're right. Textbook. And, and, and waiting and, for Billy D. Williams to come back and play Harvey Dent. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> to throw a throwback to 1989 Damn. Batman. So, so, yeah, no, and, and I think we agreed. That I'd bring Jim Carrey back as the Riddler. Oh Ooh. my God, he was a great. Riddler. I just wanted to put that out there. Well, Robin Williams was supposed to originally play him. It wouldn't. I didn't feel it would work like no. Jim. Jim yeah. was more physically yes. Yes. Um, slapsticky, yes. and that and, and that's what that movie called for. In a weird way, Riddler is a, a knockoff of the Joker. Yes, and uh, I would and love to be. see them make jokes about that. Like you know, 
Um, so you bring back Jim Carrey? I would bring back Jim Carrey. That is interesting. Yeah. I think he's very the bet. One of my favorite fucking Especially things now. ever yeah. is in Val Kilmer Batman, and, and they're trick or treating him and Tommy Lee Jones. And the two, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones, did not get along at all. Tom, Jim I Carrey agree. gets along with everybody, but Tom. Um, oh my god, guys, just fucking. Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. (laughs) He said it working with him was the most confusing thing because Tommy Lee is like not like that and Jim's like he's like all that. But the best scene is when they knock on the door and they're like, Trick or treat and they open it and he comes in with the cane and he slides in and he goes, Trick. That has to be that's to me was he brought something different to Riddler too. He made Riddler more like the Joker, like more physical. Yeah. How about this? Okay. How about Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey as, the Joker? as the Joker? Absolutely, I'd I'd be behind that one hundred percent. Jim Jim is what we call a character actor. Yeah. He's one of the rares, like Sasha Baron Cohen. Could- he can play a character. <laughs> That's an old school style of acting that is not today, where they don't just make movies; they make characters. Hey. Sasha Baron Cohen, Bruno, and fucking what was the other? Hey, one I'm a, the Joker. Borat, <laughs> fucking these actors are like not appreciated for that crap. Is that they really are characters in every yes. movie? It's, you know who else is like yes. that? Uh, uh, he plays the kingpin in Daredevil. Uh, I liked him. Oh, D'Onofrio. Yeah. D'Onofrio. Yes. Oh, I D'Onofrio really, really liked him. I thought he would be he would be really cool featured in something like that. Can I? Can I say? Bring Jim Carrey to any of those roles: Joker, Riddler. I'd love to see it. How? I could even. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. You went Scarecrow, didn't you? <laughs> I went Scarecrow. Yeah. I would love to see him play Scarecrow, too. I would too. love wow, that. how fucking cool would you that You could be? put him in... Because uh, it's scary to see someone we hold as beloved as someone scary. You know what would Like be great? when we saw Robin Williams in fucking Final Cut, or we saw him in Insomnia, and he oh, was yes. a weirdo. Excellent. That freaked obvious. me out, because that was our childhood, and yeah. he was a fucking weirdo. How about, how about put Jim Carrey okay. in the burlap sack... Scarecrow mask, Ooh. and don't let you see his face. I love it. He could do it on vocals alone. Yes, you could have someone Especially else now. play the physical part of him, just like fucking Darth Vader. Right. They were like, "Ooh, James Earl Jones, love the voice. Not a fan of the physique." Right, you but, know. And but, I mean, why but, not? Why are we having any no limitations in these discussions? Put, put him in, okay, right. As Scarecrow, uh-huh. cover his face and realize that he hasn't been acting except this one series that he just picked up. Right. And and has been a painter. You realize he's been a painter for the last 10 years? What? He, oh, 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 Jim, Jim. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yes. He got, he got out of it. Phenomenal. He got out of it and he got into some new series right now it's because he needs some money. killers and a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, exactly. That's, what, that's exactly what right. happened to Jim. And he had a... He, I ca- will not cap- let you talk about Dr. Robot. Sorry, no, that <laughs> oh, man, that's an... Oh, boy, what a discussion. Good throwback. But he's... Um, Cap- but yeah. Capricorn male. Um, but yeah, throw him in that mask, and I think it's fine. He, he get, can you tap get over into the, the weird now. You get you get over the Riddler um, pre. He's filming. so versatile. Yeah, I could is. see him he playing is. a numerous amount, a plethora of characters. Poison in the Ivy universe. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you uh, cast as Poison Ivy? All right, let me. She would be really. You beautiful. go, Rihanna. She would be beautiful. Oh, yeah, she would be gorgeous. Um, right, but is as Poison Ivy? Is Poison Ivy supposed to be glamorous? Yes, she's alluring and seductive, and she's she's got a uh, almost a 
She's oh, the oh, embodiment of life. you through pheromones. It's the kiss of death. So, the embodiment of life with the kiss. If of death. I had Interesting. to pick, okay, all right. We never took a moment to say that Michelle Pfeiffer was a brilliant Catwoman, oh. and I feel like we should have. And oh. I feel like that's disrespectful. Right. Thank you. Thank we should have brought that, that to the foreground. But I would say, and everyone's gonna fucking hate me, but I don't give a shit. Do it. <laughs> I would like do to it. see Jolie do it, Angelina. Now? She's gorgeous and seductive in the structure of her face and the, her way she carries herself. I don't know if her range would make it, but, I mean, Maleficent, look at her there, and she was fantastic. So I'm going to say – if I, I'll just say her on looks because I'd love to see her donned as Poison Ivy. All right, let's talk perfect casting. Okay. Oh, oh boy. I thought we were already all are right. We going, are we going Royal Rumble, everybody? <laughs> if we had to – if we were casting Batman today. Oh, this is my favorite. Yeah. Who do you pick? You start since it's I your would pick a complete no name. I would complete I would pick someone I've never seen before ever in a movie. I would pick a, a really great young talent. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Who's the fuck was that? It's a no name for you. It is a, clearly a Who no is name. Who's that? Lin Manuel. You can't Miranda? even say his name. How is I can't I I've been drinking. <laughs> who who's that? Uh the guy who created Hamilton? Still not leading me on, yeah, no. but <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah, I'm very serious. Oh my god! Right, oh my Google god! Uh, yeah, Google, yeah, Google, his face. Google that shit. Uh, and I, yes, I think he would bring something uh, stellar to any role you pa- uh, you put him in. <laughs> It'll come up just from Lin Manuel. There you go. Miranda. That salad over there. I got a hard boiled egg with my name that, on it. That's who, <laughs> wait, that's who, that's who you cast as Babette? Uh, yes. Let me okay, see. Okay, so Let we're going to have a brown Babette. Yes. That, fucking you know fucking what? no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's the biggest fucking How, no Wait, ever. wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about that for a second. I could see Batman him playing a black? young Alfred. I what, could see he's, him playing he, a, He's a, Puerto Rican. What if Batman was a person of color? That's cool. I'm fucking down with that. So like, you're asking me if I could pick a person of color to play Batman, who would it be? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Idris Elba. <laughs> Idris Elba. <laughs> he turned out James Bond. He's not going to do Batman. Yeah, that's that's. A, I'd love to, yeah. Who would I pick? Well, no, I, I always thought Batman would be interesting because there was He's just too goofy. I can't take him at face value. There is a a black Batman in one of the uh, multiverses. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting because... Ain't nothing wrong with it. I can dig it. You you have a character... Was his name Bruce Wayne? Yeah, it was. It it is Bruce Wayne. Okay. That's a funny name. He comes from... (laughs) (laughs) Why did that come out fucking fucked up? I'm sorry, world. If you you take the whole Batman... (laughs) If you take the whole Batman mythos, right? Yeah. Okay. If you apply it to a person of color, it mm-hmm. takes all a different connotation. I think it doesn't apply because Bruce Wayne's already a billionaire, which segregates him from the general populace anyway. All you would have is a billionaire yep. black guy. Yep. What's the difference? He's still a billionaire yeah, and but isn't it, in touch now, with... Now we're talking about a billionaire black guy who lost his parents to, like, violence. So you're saying if... Jay-Z lost his parents. Yo, sh- <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Do we know anything about Jay-Z? Because I don't find that parallel to match at all. At fucking all. He would be Obama. 
That's it. That's my. I cast Obama. I cast Barack Obama as Bruce Wayne. Done. <laughs> Seal it. Lock it up. On the voice modulator, too. Yeah, I know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I can do that impression. Oh, I can't do that impression. I can't get it. I can't even do it. You cast Daniel Glover. Oh, amazing oh, grace. my idea about weird casting. We have to have a whole podcast for that. Oh, no, no. I Obama think would be out. Alfred? <laughs> Daniel Glover. Oh, my God. I just thought of a fucking actor to play in Batman. Okay, go Ooh. for it. Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, he he can't commit five years to becoming Batman I know. He's 170. Right I know. Yeah. But still. He's about to die. <laughs> That's not funny. The man played Lincoln. God damn it. <laughs> exactly. He's about to die. He was a great Lincoln, just saying. That movie was more theatrical than I thought it would yeah. be. I thought oh, it would yeah. be more like a movie movie, but it was yeah. more like a theater. Not if he signed on. Yeah. Not if he's, he's great, though. As the butcher Dances in Gangs in New wolves. York. Come on. That was one of my favorite roles ever. Okay, but uh, sidetracking. So, a person of color to play Batman. Yeah, who would you cast? He's an actor, and I can never pinpoint his name. He's in House of Cards. Okay. Uh, he plays Remy Danton. Oh, uh, Marcel. I feel like I could see him do it. He's got the physique and the attitude. He's, he's structured. He's... Love that show, by the way. House of Cards, another fucking abortion. My God, the poor, <laughs> poor fucking ending. Best show on TV, and they mutilated it. They should have just stopped it. By the way, I wrote the best ending to compensate for Spacey not being there, and we'll go into it another time. Bahershala nice. Ali. Yeah, I can't fucking yes. say that. And now that's a, now that's a cultural person to pick because I can't say his fucking name at all. I always call him Remy Danton. I have nice. no idea. Okay, interesting. Would, right. you, go, would you go? Uh, I think he's Asian got the Batman? range. Ooh, Asian Batman. Huh. Who's the guy who, who played uh, uh, Bruce Lee's teacher in uh, all of the three? Oh, uh, uh, Dottie Yed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. How about that? That's interesting. Oh, God. I wouldn't mind one. seeing wow. him as Batman. That's cool. All right. Uh, especially since, uh, I mean, origin story-wise, doesn't he go to Asia to go learn? He does. His... He travels He travels all over the Asia right. and Europe to study being a detective and, if he... and get an education. And, any, and he... in the martial arts. Yes, and he tours he... Asia. And he would be able to bring that physicality Agreed. to it. Oh, 100%. And if you tie in, he's also going to go figure out his cultural heritage right. into the story. Because he's trying to find himself, mm -hmm. that could maybe be good. He's, maybe who's disconnected. What if he's the next? What yeah. if he be? He's the Azrael we've always wanted. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you Batman go. Batman in the in the comics, Batman had to pass it on to Azrael because of his injury. Yes. from being Bane. broken. Yes, and All he right. had no choice. And then Batman and Bruce Wayne went to Europe and fell in love with some dumb bitch, and they were like whack. <laughs> and then they they send him back, and he was like, "Fuck you, Azrael, I'm back, bitch." And then the end. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're, I think we're at the point where I want to kind of, kind of wanted it ended. Okay, okay, let's let's taper. Let's right. taper it so, off. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's, talk, let's taper. Let's, let's taper. talk like uh, weird fandom theories. Okay, okay. fun. All right. Yeah. What about uh, the theory that Alfred is the Joker? Dumb. Why? Because I agree. it's dumb. I agree. It just it doesn't. When it comes to continuity, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit into the. Now, it makes now, no sense. If he wanted to be revealed. successful, he would have killed Bruce as well. 
Let's say he let's say he masterminded no, 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 no. the death but, of his But the Joker doesn't want to be successful. He wants he, to constantly have an adversary. To me, Joker's not that multifaceted. That's what's, funny. That's what's it, scary about him. It, He's a very books, straight way, one way, chaos. That's it. There is no... In the comic books, what they've done recently is mm-hmm. that they've revealed that the Joker is actually three different people. That's interesting. I can jive with something like that, almost like he's the ghost but of chaos. Alfred like wouldn't be the puppet master and, of that. And, and Batman is like, how the fuck did I never I notice f- that the Joker by Arch Nemesis... Exactly, he never would not notice. He's the best detective in the fucking world that he lives with. You might as well make him Moriarty at that point. It it doesn't fit for me. That doesn't work. I mean, it's a fun idea to just chit-chat about, but even trying to work that in with continuity and the whole history of the characters, they'd have to rewrite the whole fucking... It doesn't make any sense to me. It wouldn't... There would be... And the, the biggest thing, it's just like a murder. What's the motive? If you can't find the motive, then... Gotta make, gotta make Master Wade happy. That's whack. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a charade. I so, will say the the best weird mashup storyline would be Batman versus Deadpool. Ooh, that's fun. How, okay. I mean, it's because, fun. Because you have a detective... Trying to figure out somebody who doesn't even know what they're going to do next. My favorite fandom mashup, which is really cheeseball. Yes. Okay, Batman has to stop uh, an entity that is infiltrating the military, and he finds out it's Solid Snake, but then (laughs) they respect each other. And then him, Solid Snake, Alfred, and Otacon take down the Lolly Lulelo. The end. Boom. Mic drop. Done. That's it. Enjoy the 37 hours of cutscenes <laughs> to get that reference, ladies and gentlemen. Well, all right, how about this one? How about the one that... Uh, I have to YouTube and Google all of this. How about the one where the Joker knows he's in a comic book? I like that. In fact, that, yeah, that reminds me of kind Rick of and Morty. Yeah, that reminds yeah. me of Rick and Morty because okay. the theory is Rick knows he's on a show. And he has to keep the episodes interesting or he's eliminated. Okay. Which is why he's always like, see you next season, everybody. Yeah. Rick and Morty, season Nintendo, five. give us free stuff. Yeah, I love that. Oh, the new Nintendo DS. Oh, oh, I love that scene when he comes in. I'm sorry. Get Rick and Morty. <laughs> no, we should I love Rick, Rick and Morty, Morty episode. They're about to come to. back for like 12 seasons. I know. Seasons. I yeah. can't wait. Uh, what about Robin is a failsafe against Batman? Elaborate. Okay. So, so Elaborate. Robin, Robin's job is to be there to... Catch Batman if he ever falls. I'm, I'm or to more stop Batman if he ever turns. I, I'm more interested in who set that, him up for that. I mean, task. that would make sense. I mean, is he really not? Are we talking the Doug Stamper of fucking Batman right now? Doug Stamper. Okay. Is that what you think, Doug? You're my failsafe. I'm sorry. I really like House of Cards a lot. That's a great yeah. show. Um, but I like that idea. In fact, it happened in the animated series. Uh, Scarecrow used his fear toxin to get Batman to be violent. And what do you call it? He had to pull him back down to to Earth and convince him not to do it. So I could see that all the way. That's totally doable. Okay. Would Uh, you do it as a movie? Yeah. 
That's what the fucking movies should be. <laughs> they should just be each movie. He's fighting some new fucking thing. Okay. I, that's why every movie that comes out, it's like, here we go. We got to start it over. Start it over. It's if like, we don't I, have to keep okay, doing that. I'm going to say this right now. If that's I have why to I watch... liked Batman versus Superman, because we didn't need anybody holding our fucking hand. We no, already knew. what are you talking about? We had to see the whole goddamn murder again. I'm telling you right I mean, now. <laughs> yeah, but to... like that's like, you got you to sneak slivers of that in there. It's Batman. I have to fucking just watch flashback. Batman. Batman's parents die one more fucking time. You know what? They don't even do it great. Like, they don't even no, do it in a very do. real it's like way. Watching, it's like, watching, way, it's like watching Uncle Ben die. It's if like, I have to watch Uncle Ben die it's one like, more fucking time. It's like watching Uncle Ben die shot by Orson Welles and Citizen Kane over and over again. And, like, I can dig it. And that's one of the reasons why I dug the new <laughs> Spider-Man is because they just went. I just want Orson Welles in an alley. <laughs> yeah, I did. <sighs> yeah, you know, breathing heavily, too drunk to read his lines. <laughs> I'm just going to shoot you now. That's one of the reasons. Take a nap, I, and that's where he got the voice. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I appreciated the new Spider-Man, because they didn't bother with an origin. That's why I like the new Batman, because they didn't have to explain it. We already we fucking knew. We had to sit through his parents getting shot. I Okay. All right, all right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. I fucked up. All right. Wait. Okay. All right. Okay. Listen. The part. I guess I'm referring more to the story with Robin being murdered by Joker, how they didn't hold your hand with that. They just kind of cued in that this is a post-Death in the Family Batman. And that I respected. We didn't have to... We didn't have to build Ben Affleck's Batman all the way up. Yep. I mean, they threw in a couple cliche things. We've seen all the Batmans, but at the end, well, they gave he it- was a 50-year-old fucking man, and we didn't need to... If you know the comics, you know that that's Robin's suit in there. You know Joker beat him to death with a fucking pipe. It's already done. They, and they- that I liked and appreciated about it. We didn't need 75 fucking movies to get to that point with Ben Affleck's Batman, they, and that's kind of what I liked. They they gave it. They homage. gotta do the cliche. They shit, gave an I homage guess. to you've read the comics, right? And, and, and that's not fair. a hold your hand and walk that's you fair. through it. Shit, I'm fair and with that. that. I liked that. Right. I appreciated. Last one, ready? Okay. Yes. Batman is actually the villain. I love it. I love it. Like the cops were right. There's the whole always time. been. Reference that perhaps Batman's whole world exists in a straitjacket in Arkham Asylum. We've heard about that theory many times before. We and I will openly say Batman does suffer a mental illness. It's very bad. He's post traumatic stress. He's OCD, which pushes him <laughs> to not sleeping, not taking. I mean, we look at Batman and Bruce as the pinnacle of human health. They've never, they've but never in reality, slept. But in Either reality, <laughs> once he reached his prime and started to decline from that. He was doing more damage to himself than he was being a, a pinnacle example of human excellence. He was not sleeping. Every time Alfred offers him a fucking meal, name one time Bruce Wayne's eaten it. Go ahead. I'll wait. Go ahead. That's How many point. times? As That's Alfred said, point. Master Bruce, it's fucking Christmas. Would you like to eat this week? He's like, no, I'm fine. Fucking mind your business. Oh, you know what? I can't name a time. Oh. The Lego movie. Oh. <laughs> he had lobster thermidor. And that's a real thing. I did have problems with Ben Affleck's Batman in the sense that they showed him drinking and things like that. And these are things that Batman does not do. He does not drink. He does not. He has the very Asian uh, approach to being physically fit. He doesn't eat things bad for him. He doesn't eat things at all. (laughs) Then again, he does the opposite by not sleeping well, by not eating properly. And, And those are the things that show 
Bruce Wayne's mental illness with being he's OCD. It has to be his way. He has to be in control. Those are things we wouldn't consider good characteristics about somebody if it wasn't Batman. Right? Like, he has to be in control of every situation. He makes the rules. He can break them, but you can't. There's okay. a lot to say about his mental status. He's constantly tormented with, I mean, if he sees a rose, he gets sad. I mean, it's not, he's got problems. He's not all there either. And that's why he's compulsively being Batman. I mean, that's, he's obsessed with something that's not going to change the past, no matter what he does. And yet he still perpetuates it. So there's a lot to say about his mental status. So I could see him. I always thought it would be really fun to do. Um, I started writing it a little while ago just for fun. And it was like, what if the joke? What's the what if the whole thing with the Joker is he's just the opposite in the spectrum? What if Joker's parents were killed in an alleyway, but he just went the wrong direction? He went bad and Bruce Wayne went good. I mean, wouldn't that be a cool parallel to see something like that? So I don't think there's anything weird about thinking they explored it in Arkham VR. Go watch it. If you don't play it, go watch it on YouTube. It's 40 minutes long. Watch them play through Arkham VR. Him losing his mind with the Joker toxin. How he has that fear of that he's really crazy and he's in Arkham Asylum and he's one of the patients. So that theory, I could, I could roll with that. That's fun. Especially if it doesn't affect canon. And it's just for fun, then yeah, of course, I, I love. They're that. not going to produce a movie just for fun. Yeah, exactly. No. But I love the the idea. That's my favorite one yet. That, yeah. Like you, you mentioned. All right. Okay. So to sum it up, Andrew Garfield should be the next <laughs> Batman. Oh, uh, you guys got it all wrong. It's supposed to be Paulie Shore. <laughs> oh, that's it. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Batman, but. <laughs> <laughs> Leaning Tower of Wayne. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. I can't do it. I hate it. I hate oh, it so much. Oh, can we start a Kickstarter or like a GoFundMe or something? <laughs> for sure, we shoot every sure scene. Batman. You know we fucking do it. He's and we should have Gilbert Godfrey as the Joker. The end. Oh, wow. <laughs> that should be a thing we do when we do bad casting. Just, just uh, drop your mic. Boom. <laughs> Done. All Done. right, folks. Uh, thank you. Jess, for coming back on. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you for having much. me. I have so much fun. This is so awesome. I had a great time. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And, we, and we have Batman, four different ideas for new shows coming out. <laughs> <Yeah. today. laughs> Stay tuned for the next Batman featuring Pauly Shore and fucking <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey and shit. And, and, the, uh, and the villain is uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, they'd lose. Wow. Yeah, oh, he oh, would shit. win in a yeah, heartbeat. Yeah, uh, do you want to tell people how to reach you? reach you or like social media or anything like that i'm not cool so i don't know <laughs> if anybody would but you can stop check on out. by the pop you can check on yes yeah, stop on by the pop in or uh, uh on my handle online is aka jess rambo so it's aka j-e-s-s-r-a-m-b-o all one word so you okay. can catch me on instagram, on instagram or, or facebook facebook as jess rambo that's it i'll be there so did your? I can't wait to ignore your friend requests. Yeah. So send, send them on send, in, guys. Send all your fan fiction. Send in, send in all your Batman fan fiction to AKA Just Rambo. That's wonderful. Nice. I'm really into that. That's great. Thank that would you. be great. That would be wonderful. You have to be the curator now of, of <laughs> Batman fanfic. Oh my god, I'm into this. We have to have a new show. I love it. <laughs> so good. All right. So uh, I just want to tell people uh, if you want to check out Garble Podcast, you could check us out anywhere where you. Stream stream uh we're available on google Podcasts, on itunes on stitcher uh uh, uh soundcloud spotify 
all those services. Uh, and you can always download the episodes at garblepodcast.com and check us out on all our social medias. Woo. Definitely. And hashtag, I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. I have the night. All right, folks. Take it easy. Ow! Woo! Thank you for listening to the Garbled Podcast. Please go to garbledpodcast.com for updates and check us out on all the social medias. Like, share, and then join in on the conversation.